And I've been reading that book every day. And you're supposed to read it every day because every day is supposed to match to the different days of the year, 365. And today the message basically said that, um, don't mess up on the podcast. <laughs> That's what yes, it said. <laughs> one, and it also said that be your own happiness. And I couldn't, I couldn't, I just wanted to rip it off and just plaster it on the back of my jacket and say, be your own happiness. That's and real shit right there. It really is. It's great. And I, again, it just goes to show you that, you know, being kind is one thing, but showing genuine love to people it is free. You don't have to buy it on Walmart. You don't have to buy it on Amazon. It's free. And if you don't want to show love to people, that's your own way. But you can miss out on the greatest people in your lives and the greatest moments in your lives if you don't straighten up yourself. We're so happy that you downloaded. <laughs> Yo, 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 what's going on out there, world? How we doing and shit? Some fucking noise. Welcome some to Steezy's Trap House. This is your boy, Steezy. It is show number 244. I do realize now, finally, why everything sounded so weird to me. I didn't even have my headphones fully in. Oh. That's why, yeah, so I was just getting, like, muffled ocean sounds. Okay, my... yeah, because in my head, I'm like, I'm like, yo, I'm hearing everything good. Like, maybe Okay, maybe all right. Yeah. got the wrong headphones. Yeah, because I didn't even, I, I literally could barely hear what you were saying to me in, in the headphones. So I was like, what is going on? Yeah, like, be, I'm tripping. I be doing that shit all the time when I'm at the house recording. Like, I be like, yo, why the fuck is the beat not playing? What the fuck? Then I look and I'm like, oh, it's plugged into the wrong one. Yep. <laughs> uh, your boy is just tripping. I am a podcast professional. And by professional, I mean, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing still. After three years of doing this shit. Welcome to Steezy's Trap House. This is your boy, Steezy. It is show number 244. We out here in the mean streets of Orlando, if you didn't know already. And I, of course, have a guest with me. As you already know, that's what this show is about. First time in the Trap House, we've got the man, the myth, the legend. The we've myth. got <laughs> local legend. Hey guys, <laughs> what's up? It's local legend. What's up, man? And I got to say... I'm going to give myself a little pat on the back because homeboy walked in the house. He peeped my calendar and saw that I indeed spelled, spelled his, his name, name correctly. Right. He spelled my name right, guys. Like, um, one big thing with me is everybody always fucks up. My, I don't know how y'all fuck up my name, but they do. But big shout out to Steve. That's actually, yeah. let's clap it yeah. up because he, yeah. he spelled it right. Yeah. Yeah, you know really what? I'll, I'll clap right. it up I'll for myself, you too. Me. You know what? Why definitely not? definitely spelled it right. Oh, um, yeah. My man's here. He got the tea in his hand. You know what I mean? He's sipping on that. Yes. Had to get the tea. Had to get my voice silky smooth. <laughs> while, yeah. I, while I sip on this tea, why don't, don't you like go ahead, arm. shout out your content and your social media for all these people to find you good, sir. Um, It's Local Legend. Um, You can find me at Twitter on L-O-C-A-L-G-N-D. Instagram, L-O-C-A-L-G-N-D. Um, Visco, L-O-C-A-L-G-N-D. Fucking SoundCloud, L-O-C-A-L-G-N-D. Um, literally everything L O C A L G N D, no spaces, local legend, just like that. Local legend, local legend. However you want to say it, it is what it is. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You can subscribe to the show, download for free, and listen uh, for free. As always, mm -hmm. Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, on the website, any of those services, you can find us for free. Mm -hmm. 
you already know. Please subscribe, guys. Like y'all don't understand. Like that shit makes all. The, it, it means everything when y'all do that. That just that one person that may listen to this, that may subscribe. Trust me, that shit means everything. Like like yes. Big facts. Thank you, Thank you so man, fucking much. Man's over here already knows. Man, speak facts, man. Yes, no yes, yes, bruv. Speak the real things, bruv. Uh, anyways, uh, you can also find our social media, Steezy Trap House, on our Twitter, Instagram at STH Show. Like our Facebook page, join the Facebook group. It's called STH Show, all that good shit. Find our Amazon link if you'd like to support the show. You can find it on our website. Go ahead and click on that bitch anytime you buy anything on Amazon through our link. They kick us some money back for free. Doesn't cost you anything extra whatsoever. It's a win-win situation for everybody. So just go on ahead and do that because you're going to buy some shit on Amazon anyways. Yeah, like, come on. Y'all know y'all be on this. I should. I be on this. Shit. That's what I'm saying. I just bought some Amazon shit this past week, bro. Sometimes, you know, kitty needs some some treats. No, nah, I feel you. I just, I just actually treated myself to these today, these Calvin Klein quarters. It's just fire. With the boots outside. I was going to say, I'm, trust me, I, I, I felt bad <laughs> asking you to take the boots off. because cool. I ask everybody to take their shoes off coming in here because the landlady is crazy about the carpet. Those fucking shoes. I know, bro. It's it's pretty ridiculous. But when you walked in, I saw mm-hmm. I saw the boots with the fit. I was like, thank you, bro. Respect. Thank you. And I, I said it in my mind. I was like, I was like, respect. Mm, okay, yeah, now, like now I have to ask him to take the boots now gotta, off. Now you gotta take them off. <laughs> now I have to ruin this fit, <laughs> sadly. But uh, yes, yeah, so Amazon, if you want to support the show without really spending anything, you know, you're just gonna spend your money on Amazon like you were anyways. They kick us a little bit of money back. Go on ahead and do that. Find our link on the website underneath any of the podcast posts. You can also buy a T-shirt if you want from our represent site. It's represent.com backslash store backslash sth show, I believe. And last but not least, for social media shit, type shit along those lines, you can hit our email, steezystraphouse at gmail.com if you have any questions for the show. If you want to record a voice note on your phone and send it over to our email, you can definitely do that as well. Just make a little voice memo, whatever. Email it to me, steezystraphouse at gmail.com. I will play your shit on the show, and I can answer your questions in real time. Mm. And if you want any free stickers, hit me up. With the sticker request, I will send you one free sticker if you send me your address. That's it. Shit, I'm about to walk away with like three of these bitches. Oh, you're definitely getting stickers. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> and I guess also I have to talk real fast about events coming up because there's a lot of events coming up. Next week, Friday, I'm hosting the Colt Classic Kickback. It is an event with actual, actually I got to say, former Trap House alumnus. We got... The man Yadro Cartel is going to be over there. Shouts to Yadro. He's going to be at the uh, at the event, Cold Classic Kickback. It is at Mojo Smoke Shop, 1725 West Oak Ridge Road. That's Friday, February 1st at 9 p.m. It's going to be some live music going on, hookah going on, some drinks, specials, whatnot. Five bucks to get in. I'll be hosting all night, you know, loosely. I'll just be talking shit on a microphone, yeah. basically. I'll definitely try to make a pop-up, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely try to pop-up. But... The next day after that, February second, that's the real, that's the real shit. Yeah, that's, that's the oh, yo, <laughs> that's the Trap House three year anniversary, right around the corner from here. Nook on Robinson, it's gonna be quite dope. Chef Blue is baking an amazing mm. fucking cake. Blue. Oh, okay, yo, the cake is going to be real. People don't even understand. Like I just tried to pick. She gave me a list of cakes that I could potentially choose from, mm-hmm. and I tried to choose. 
just the most ridiculous cake that I don't think myself or anybody else has ever seen or eaten. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's some unique shit, to say the least. I fuck with cake a lot. Like, I know a lot of people that don't fuck with cake. I'm like, yeah, you sleep. Bro. Real fucking, shit. I be, I be fucking up some cake. I posted a poll uh, yesterday, I think, or two days ago, mm-hmm. and I said, who's ready for cake? For the uh for the party and it was like twenty four yeses and I want to say like three or four noes and I was like y'all four no niggas are y'all are fucked up all the way beyond belief that's crazy I don't I I know it could have been like that fucked up thing like where you like where you like where you kind of like clicking through shit and then you click and you actually like fuck I didn't mean to vote that's funny you said that I had one of those people actually hit me up afterwards he's like he's like yo I accidentally hit the no I'm so sorry. He's That'd like, be me. I'd be the one hitting the no. Like, and I'm like, fuck, I didn't mean to do he's that. He's like, no, I want cake. I want cake. I promise. So, yeah. Trap House three-year party. Nook on Robinson. February 2nd, 9 o'clock till 2 in the morning. It's going to be a damn good time. We got the homie Beta DJing. We got Jacoolass DJing. We got Fiona DJing. We got Left Field Theory performing. Maddie Barker performing. Rudo Reed. Bocce Blue. It's going to be a vibe. It's, and, of course, like, like I said already, it's cake. Duh. Shit sound lit low key. That's what I'm saying. Right. Son. A lot of dope talent there. That's what it's sounding like. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a little vibe and a half, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, right on out to that. February second. You already know. Boom, my plugs are done, thank God. <sighs> you know you know that feeling like after you just done something successfully and you never had to think about it again until Trust you have me, to man. do was- it. In- Next episode. That was me. That was me with this event last week. That's exactly how I felt. What happened? How like? Yeah, wasn't it the album release party? No, it was. It was like a listening session. Like I just. Okay, like, word, word, word. It was um. It was dope. Like um. I felt good. Like I felt accomplished because like I, like no funny shit. Like I literally did all that shit myself. Like and I look back at it now and I'm like, damn. Like from the project to the art. Oh, from the project to the artwork to the photos, like to everything. Like I was like, damn. I really set this shit up like myself. Like damn. And like yeah, like that shit. It was like I was like. I had, like, a lot of, like, doubt when it came to, like, the event because, like, it was, like, as time got closer, like, it was, like, fuck, bro. Like, like a week beforehand, I didn't even have the place, like, I was going to do it at. And, like, I ain't had none of the prints. Like, I was, like, damn, like, I don't got none of the pictures printed out. Damn. Like, I don't got no liquor, like, already. Like, I already got the flyer out. And then, but um, that last week, it just came around, like, and I was just, like, I kind of just, just, like, I put my head to it. And I was, like, all right, like, let me really make this shit happen. Like, once I booked the place, it was, like, okay, now I need wine. Like, I got the wine. Um, I went and got the prints and shit. And then, um. Even like when it came to like, even when it came to like, um, even when it came to like, um, my fault, y'all. He was taking a selfie. Yeah, my model face off. We're we're doing <laughs> we're doing Instagram stories behind the uh, behind the cameras over here. You know, that's some behind the scenes shit. Y'all y'all don't need to know anything y'all know, about, y'all that. Don't know about that. Yeah, right it's there. it's it's special <laughs> shit. It's G fourteen classified. You know. But yeah, even when it even when it came to like um setting up the house, like literally like. I had like a bunch of people hit me up like yo like let me know like if you need help setting up and I was like don't worry about it like I'm gonna do it like I rather I want you to just come and just enjoy yourself like let me just provide this like um and yeah it was dope like I set it up like I'm glad like a lot of people came like I made it like very interactive like you know like I made sure everybody felt welcome it was a very welcoming vibe um that's one reason I provided wine versus like hard liquor because I know wine like for me like wine always gives me like a just very warm feeling like bubbly yeah bubbly like i feel good like i set up like the poster like i printed out like the poster that i posted and i had people sign it and shit like you know just so like they could feel a part of it and um and i just let everybody know like one-on-one like yo like i'm really grateful like you came out here tonight on a friday at that because it's like yo you could have been anywhere anywhere but you decided to come to this and i really fuck with you know and low-key a lot of tears were shed that night 
like happiness low key, but it was it was it was very good. It was a very good event. I That's oh, I'm glad to hear that, bro. Thank you, bro. And like, I gotta say, probably a great decision to go with the wine instead of mm-hmm. the liquor. Oh yeah, most for def- like definitely. Is <laughs> that nigga's just gonna be turned and yeah, lit? Yeah, definitely that. Like smashed. Yes. Yeah, oh no. Like yeah. And that's the thing. Like I was like, I'm like, I hope all y'all get home safe. Like type shit like so i'm like so i'm like i'm like i should be good on one like if not y'all could chill for a bit like until y'all, y'all good to go like type shit like even like afterwards like around like 4 a.m like once like everything ended you know everybody was leaving and shit like um, damn I, till four in the morning i literally sat there and i cleaned the whole fucking house drunk like by myself oh like, shit, like, shit and then like it hit like around like once i was done it was like around like 6 a.m and like i just drove home type shit like damn son i, I was falling asleep on the road like i was like yo never damn. again because like, that shit was deep it was so fucking deep i feel that yo i mean sometimes these things happen mm-hmm. and you just gotta roll with the punches Honestly, that's how it'd be like. To me, it was more of like a, uh, it was either like, um, if I fail, like at least I learned something from it. And like, even though it was a success, like I learned a lot from it. And like, so like next time, like if I ever do, well, I'm definitely gonna do another event. Um, I'll definitely like, I know how to approach it a little better or whatever. Like, and hopefully, like I'll have like a couple more hands, like throwing in money, like to really make some shit happen for it or whatever. Like, so definitely like the next event. It'll be it'll be a lot lot better. Like trust me, guys. Like when you hear this, like I'm glad everybody that did come out enjoyed themselves. So big shout out to y'all if y'all hear this podcast. I fuck with you most definitely. So my friend, where are you from originally? Um, originally I'm from I'm from Florida, but I come from Gainesville, Florida. So like I'm more up North Florida. Yeah, North yeah. Florida. But like I feel like North Florida like, is real like it's real country. Like you know like a real backwoods area. Like I'm from Pensacola. You know, Pensacola. You don't have to say anything yeah. else. <laughs> yeah, like like we um. Maybe to explain to the people at home, but not, yeah, at like, least to me, yeah, like you, you know how, you, yeah, you know yeah. how it is already. Like, oh yeah, um, um, I come from Gainesville, Florida. Um, it's a really, it's a really calm area. Like I grew up originally, like in like the projects a little bit. Um, but honestly, like my mom, she never really wanted that shit for us. Like so, you know, so I lived there for a little bit. Um, real backwoods area, and then um, pretty quiet in Gainesville. Yeah, for the real quiet. Yeah, real quiet. Like it's, no, it's not, it's nothing crazy it has its shit but it's nothing crazy you know like yeah. um as a kid like i got in like a little trouble but i was low-key like i was always i'm like like i'm a really intelligent person like um really smart when it comes to shit what kind of shit were you doing to be honest Re- with you like as a, shit? as a kid like nah like i was like honestly like I, I was making good grades like um i was more of a stay in the house type kid like when i was like a real young age like i used to just love video games like i would be in the house all day like i used to love video games i used to love cartoons like um I just enjoy being a kid. Like, I never liked going outside. Like, only time I enjoyed going outside was when, like, it had to do with, like, toy guns and shit. Like, you feel me? Like, Word. cops and robbers or, like, tag or, like, some shit like that. Like, anything that had to do with, like, um a big group of people doing, like, a bunch of shit, that was about it. But, like, for the most part, I was real, like, staying home, like, real, like, when it came down to it, like, a real, like, um creative person as, like, I look at it now and I'm like, okay, now it makes sense why I'm the way I am because, like, I used to be in the house playing, like, these nerdy-ass games because, you know, we in the project, so, like, this shit, the games I'm playing, niggas like, yo, this nigga a nerd, like, Kingdom Hearts and, like, Resident Evil. I'm, like, heavy into this shit, like, really, like, Metal Gear and shit like that, like, you know, like, and, like, I'm, I'm a big fan of this shit, like, you feel me? I feel that heavily. I have a question to ask now that you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be playing Kingdom Hearts 3 tonight at midnight? Um, Is it coming out at midnight? Does it come out, like, at 9 o'clock or some shit? I'm not sure. You know, like, what's crazy? Like, I never beat Kingdom Hearts, and, like, I think now, like, like up until, like, I actually beat the first one, I, like, I played the second one a little bit. I wasn't really, like, too into the second one. Like, okay. But, 
But um, I think as a kid, like, I don't know, like, it was just me just playing around with it. And, like, I just really enjoyed the game. Because like, I know it was around the time that, like, it was that. And it was San Andreas. And, like, I was like, Oof. yo, can I get Kingdom Hearts? Like, fuck San Andreas. Like, you feel me? Like, Oof. but we ended up getting both. And, like, I like I enjoyed, like, playing um, both of them and shit. Like, I definitely enjoyed San Andreas. Like, I was going to uh, say, yeah, that easily my favorite yeah. Grand Theft Auto. San Andreas, off rip. Like, first Hands black character. Like, the oh, way yeah. it starts, I loved it. First black it. character, the ability to get CJ just absolutely swole yeah, as swole. fuck. Yeah, I used to have or swole fat as, as fuck. Or fat as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> whichever, <laughs> whichever one you want. It's, I, mean, I never rolled around with the fat CJ. Cause, yeah. I mean, I, I like to be swole as fuck. Yeah, that was me. Like I had, I had him swole as shit. Like, and then you punch somebody one time, they fucking dead. I'm like, God <laughs> yeah. damn. Like, and then yeah. the whole gang war thing too. Yeah, it, it, it people don't people don't realize like how like advanced like San Andreas was. Like I'm like yo, like this shit was pretty advanced. Like for like a PlayStation Two game. Like I'm like hell a lot yeah. of this shit it opened a lot of doors. Like hell yeah, honestly. Dude. Like they kind of implemented like low key like The Sims into like Grand Theft Auto, like in a Grand Theft Auto style, but still like I was like it's dope. Yep. And the music in it too, it was fucking amazing. Like it, it was Fire. really amazing music. Um, Fire. But for the most part, oh my fault, jumped off topic. Oh no, but, that's that's <laughs> what we do here by all means. <laughs> But for the most part, I've, like, lived everywhere, like, in Florida, like, North Florida, South Florida, like, Central Florida. Like, um, after Gainesville, I moved to Miami and shit, you know, so I was in South Florida, and, like, um, we went down there. So, like, in North Florida, I didn't really see too many Spanish people, but, like, once we hit Miami, like, it was, I was introduced to, like, a whole new world. Everywhere. Yeah, like, (laughs) just Haitians, like, and the school I was going to, it was, like, an F school, like, it was... It was terrible. I wasn't used to that type of shit. Like, so even, like, when I got there, like, the teacher just off rip, she pulled me to the side and she was just like, yo, like, you don't need to be here. Cause, like, I, I was just always making good grades and shit. And so, like, that's kind of what ended up, like, getting me, like, into, like, more trouble, like, just being there. Cause I don't know, like, literally, like, nobody gave a fuck. Like, my first day at that school, like, low key, like, I seen a fight and I'm just walking by. I'm like, yo, it's like, Anybody go break that up? Like, what the fuck? Like, like literally, like, we all, the whole, like, school is walking by these two niggas fighting. And I'm like, yo, is nobody going to break that up? And then, like, literally, like, once the bell rung, because I used to walk to school or whatever, Um, I'm talking about, like, it was some nigga in my class that everybody fucking hated. And he was, like, leaving and shit. I'm talking about out of nowhere. Three bitches just ran from the side. Like, and they just started fucking him up. And I'm just like, oh, yo, what? Man. I was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> this is all on my first day, too. And I'm like, yo, this going to be a long-ass year. but. Yo. But like low key, I had a lot. Of, I had a lot of fun. I think that school taught me um, more than anything. Like, it gave me like confidence more, like to kind of be on stage. Cause once we did the summer school program, like we like they would like sometimes just let us go on stage, and we would just be dancing and just having fun. And like I used to just, I mean, I can't fucking dance. Anybody tell you that? But I used to just be up that bitch <laughs> like jigging. Like I used to just be having fun. Um, from there we moved to Georgia. Um, Georgia was cool. Um, Red clay. Yes. Oh my fucking yeah. guy. Yes. Yo, that's yeah. the that's what I be telling. I'm like, bro, like I'm like the most annoyingest thing about Georgia is the fucking I'm like it's not dirt, it's not mud. I'm like, it's yo nigga, clay. it's fucking clay and I'm like that shit stains everything. Like I be trying everything. to say, literally every fucking thing like um we you moved, can't get away from the clay, you bro. You cannot get away from it's the clay. everywhere. And we moved around a time that, like, houses just started being built everywhere. So, like, it was just a bunch of, like, like fucking clay everywhere. Like, you go outside, like, you better be going outside in, like, some dirty-ass shoes that you don't care about. Because yep. I'm like, you go outside in anything else, I'm like, bro, you step in the clay, like, that's it. Like, that's literally it. Like, it, the red stain is going to be there forever, bro. Like, there's no way to get rid of that shit. See, I always used to see niggas in high school coming to school with, you know, like, the, the Walmart bags around their mm-hmm. shoes. And we'd always make fun of them and shit. I can give that a pass in yeah. Georgia because Georgia. of the clay. Yeah. Cause, Hell yeah. I mean, if you if you have to protect that shit from clay, by all means, because yeah. that clay is it's, unforgiving. It's fucking vicious. Like, let oh, me yeah. tell you, that shit is fucking vicious. I'll take out a fit real quick. <laughs> real fucking quick. From Georgia, we um, 
from Georgia, I ended up coming back to Florida or whatever because, like, um, shit was just, it was just hard as fuck in Georgia um, for us or whatever. So we came back to Florida, and we ended up in the central Florida area, but we was in Bartow. Like, we was in the Bartow area. Word. And um, some shit happened there. And we just kept moving like a lot, like we like literally like we like within the span of like five years, we probably moved like four times type shit. Like then we ended up in Kissimmee. Like my mom was like, "Oh, it's like by Disney World and shit." Like so, we ended up going to Kissimmee like from Bartow. Like once we hit Kissimmee, like it just kind of became home in a way. Like for me, like that's where we was at the longest type shit. And then like this, like that's what I'm saying. Like I grew up like in Kissimmee. Like, that's why people ask like, "What's home?" Like I'm like I grew up in Gainesville, but I'm like. But Kissimmee, like this is home. Like, what age did you get to Kissimmee? At? I got to Kissimmee when I was like, um, when I was like in sixth grade. So I probably was like maybe like twelve type shit. Gotcha. Yeah, like I was like twelve. I, I want to say I was like twelve type shit. That's um, when the real formative years are. Yeah, like happening. You feel me? Like it started like I kind of started like really like learning who I was like even more as a person type shit. Like everybody that I met along the way, like a lot of people I met, like I met them through Kissimmee. Like whether it be middle school or high school type shit, like. It was literally, like, the Kissimmee area type shit, Orlando. Um, so, like, yeah, like, that's why, like, I call, like, Orlando home. Like, I'm forever grateful for Orlando and Kissimmee. Like, everything that, everything that's ever happened in my life that's good, it most likely came from this place. Like, good, bad, everything. I caught my first piece of pussy in Kissimmee. I had my first heartbreak in Kissimmee. Like, you feel me? Like, and I've seen it be built. Like, I've, like, that's the thing that really gets me. Like, I'm like, yo, I remember when this shit wasn't here. And then now it's like, damn, like that's crazy how like how different it looks compared to when I first moved here type shit. Like, I was say Kissimmee is uh, growing, that is for sure. Yeah, they, they're definitely fixing Kissimmee up like a lot. Like they they gentrifying that area a lot. Hell um, yeah, they are, especially that downtown area. Yeah, downtown Kissimmee. Um, more 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 or less like the Loop area, kind of like once you on your way towards like the premium outlets, like that. They're definitely fixing that area up like a lot type shit. Oh yeah, I just know downtown specifically because I was actually uh, out helping with some construction shit around there myself, mm-hmm. just with my job. So yeah, downtown. I've, I've definitely seen it. Yeah, they definitely going. They definitely going. Um, really start making some shit happen because I mean I can already see shit. it. Like. Yo, but it wasn't until I actually started doing the construction stuff and being mm-hmm. out there at night. Like I had no idea that. There's some rough shit that goes down yeah. over there, bro. It's like, not, it's not like, it's not sweet in Kissimmee. It just really just depends on like what you into out there. Like, for me, like I mean, I, I was in the hotbed area. Like, yeah. we're, we're talking right next to uh, what is it like uh, what's the name of that damn road? Oak something. Oak Street. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but like right in there, right off of Main Street and all that shit too. Yeah. Like, I was just right there in the the hot area yeah, know, at yeah, n- okay. at nighttime, seeing at nighttime, you know, yeah. like so you know what it, you you see right it, off you of one ninety two and shit. Yeah, yeah so. And like that's like that's before you even get to kind of like the BVL area and shit like yeah that, and like central like it's like on that same strip but like most definitely but like yeah like that's really what it is like I feel like for the most part like um the area it's like a it's a good area but it's just it just really just depends on what you into like really like if you out looking for trouble like you'll definitely find it like exactly you can yeah, find that shit anywhere. anywhere like people completely miss that like you can find trouble anywhere whether it's the suburbs the hood it don't fucking matter like yep. it I just, mean I used to live. And the place before this, in a spot right next to UCF, mm-hmm. like literally right up the road from UCF, not even a minute or two away, down the street on Alafea. Yeah. And that shit was hood as fuck. Hood as fuck. Just all kinds of crackheads knocking on my door all times of the day and shit, man. <laughs> like, it was some crazy shit. And I'm right here next to, like, a student, next to a family, yeah. and then next to some hood niggas trapping right there that's as well. It, that's how it be. That's really how it, That's kind of, that's low-key. That's kind of what Kissimmee is, too. Like, that's, like, you got Valencia right there, you know? Like, you got the loop right there. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you have Central, you have um BVL, and you have um 
fuck McLaren Circle. Like you feel me? Like you got those areas right there. Like and it's 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 bad. But again, like it just depends on what you into type shit. Like me, like I never really been into that. Like I'm always, I, my thing has always been like I, I fuck with bitches. Like I don't really be. I feel that. Yeah, you feel me? I'm I was like, gonna say I'm I've like, definitely gathered that from your yeah. music too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. I fuck with bitches. Like I don't yes. be trying to, I don't be trying to fuck with like no niggas. Like that's why when it come to parties, like I, I try to keep a limit on like who's there, like what niggas, like because I'm like if it's niggas that like to fight, like it's like bro, like I'm here for the pussy. Like I'm not really here to be. Watching niggas fight over who stepped on whose shoe, like oh, like who fronted me a gram and then pay, like over petty little shit. Like I'm like, bro, like I'm I'm here for the bitches, bro. Like I'm not really into the extras. Like I feel all. that. Like, so that's why that's like that's why for me, like I don't really be in too much shit. Like I get mixed up in shit every now and again, but it's never to the point of where like nothing crazy. Because it's like that's just not me as a character. Like that's not how I am. Like I, don't, I feel that I don't be into that shit. Were you exploring this love for the ladies at a young age? Very young age. I was. I never really had like a father figure. Like I was raised more by my mom. But like, um, I've always kind of been like, I guess quote unquote a ladies man in a way. To like a like I guess like a player if that's what y'all want to fucking call it. But but low key like yeah like I've always fucked with like females. Like that's always been my thing. Like it's always been like. And I think I think what it is is because like um, we live more in like a generation like of where like. I guess, like, in a way, like, a lot of a lot of niggas didn't have, like, a father figure type shit. And even if they did, it's always, like, that tough love. Like, yo, like, don't fucking show no emotion. Like, for me, it was the opposite in a way. Like That's what I me? got, straight up. Like, it was kind of like that for you? No emotion, yeah, type yeah, shit. Yeah, you feel me? And I carry it like that in a way, but I'm like, but that's just me as a person. Like, I really, because I'm like, if I really don't give a fuck, I really don't give a fuck, like, type shit. Like, and it's, I'm like, it's just so easy for me not to give a fuck. But at the same time, like, my whole thing has always been, like, I like I love experiencing new women. Like I really enjoy like mentally breaking down women and finding out like where their head is type shit. And more or less like in sex of course too. Like I definitely love like new pussy. Like I love new pussy. Like it's, it's always not, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, it's definitely it's not a bad thing. Um, <laughs> because it always in in tune it always leads me to making like new friends. Like I've made like a lot of female friends like literally honestly like just off of sex like cuz they we end up fucking or whatever like and then like they realize like wow, this nigga's like, he's really cool. Like, he's really genuine. Because I really am. Like, I'm like, yo, I've never really been the fuck. And then it's like, yo, when you leaving, bitch? Like, I, I'm like, that's just not me. Like, I wasn't raised like that type shit. Like, we fucking, if, like, you you welcome to chill. Like, we can hang out. We could talk. Like, I don't care. Like, and I'm- I, I agree. I, I'm, I'm right there with you because, I mean, for you to already put yourself in a situation yeah. where you're- fucking the person yeah like well, I mean, you already broke down yeah, some we are, serious boundaries that's what i'm there. saying like i'm like my that's literally what i be saying i'm like yo my dick already been inside you like you feel me like it's we're like what we could definitely sit here and talk if you want like i'm yeah. like i'm like if you want to go you could go and go fuck it don't matter to me like but if you really like want to because I, I understand what it's like for females i'm like yo, it's different like i get it like we fuck you don't want to feel like damn he just came over here and fucked me like i'm like i get it like sometimes y'all really do need like a shoulder to lean on, like after sex type shit. Like yep. I'm like, it's just, I'm like, and not only that, it's easier for me to break you down and find out like who you are as a person that's gonna let me know if I really want to fuck with you, like to the point of a friendship type shit, or if it's just sex. And I'm like, I've met a lot of females like that. Like their mindset just be it's it's it sucks. Like it just be little. Like the only thing they know is like the club and just drama. And I'm like, yo, bitch, like I don't be on that. Like I'm like, I'm not even trying to hear that shit. Like. Like, it's like, what do you, what do you, like, what's your goals in life? Like, what do you want to do? Like, why do you do this? Why are you the way like this type shit? Like, I, that's what I be trying to figure out type shit. And if you could, I feel like if you could satisfy me mentally and spiritually, like, then you got like a friend forever type shit. Like, you, honestly, you really have a friend forever type shit in me. Like, as long as you don't do me dirty, like, and that goes for any female. I feel you there too, especially with the 
the mentally spiritual type mm-hmm. shit because i mean that's always kind of been a thing for me yeah trying to to talk to other girls if i can't like have a conversation with a girl i'm already yeah. like i'm, I'm just out like, bro uh, and I, that's my yeah. number one turn yeah. off can honestly. i like can i talk to you like and it's like if i can't talk to you it's like i'll still fuck you but it's like, but damn, like I don't really want to like. It's 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 just gonna be that. It's gonna like, be like a hate fuck. Yeah, like it's gonna be like it's gonna be like it's gonna be like a pull up. We fucked, and it's like all right, like type shit. And like I be like, especially now more than ever, I be trying to avoid that shit. Like if I can't really fuck with you mentally, like um, that's what I, I'm saying. I, I just me, want to fuck you. Yeah, me personally, like that is the major yeah. turn off. Like I can't even just get over that shit. I can't. That shit is a big turn off for me. Like I'm still gonna fuck you, but. It's, it's, <laughs> It's just it's just a major turn off for me. Like, I'm like, bro, I need I need somebody that can stimulate my mind, like low key, like. What age you lose your shit up? Um, I want to say like 13 or 14. It was my freshman year. It was 13, 14. Like, that's that's actually when I had my first like actual like heartbreak. But that was the same time that I realized like at an early age that like nobody knows what the fuck they want. Like you, feel yeah. me? Like, we're all so fucking young. Like. You feel me? Like it's it's cool if we could stay together forever, but I'm like realistically, that's why like I was trying to avoid relationships. I'm like, bro, like this shit just temporary. Like you know what I mean? Like we're not really gonna fuck around and like get married. Like I could I could see that like down the road. Like, um, and that's kind of what happened. Like you know, like I just from from dealing with her, I developed like a real like a real like kind of like cold shoulder in a way, like and like a real like out of touch emotion for like females, like in a way like, um, not as far as like communicating because it's the same thing with me always but it was more like a look i'm not really trying to do the relationship shit because again like yo i know we're not you don't you don't really know what you want type shit bitch like i've already been cheated on once and i was like and it's only gonna happen once like and i was my freshman and i was like yo never again like i will never ever in my life like let my time be wasted because i'm like your time is essential to me like it's always has been like and it would never happen again type shit i feel that shit so much like for real, for real. and it was low-key it was a good lesson like i learned that lesson and i was like me and her we were still cool like i was like yo look like it's cool you cheated like and i'm like i'm like we can't be together i still fuck you but we can't be together like and i said i'm like we could be cool we could be friends but i'm like but you broke that level of trust we could still fuck but you broke that level of trust that's it like i don't want to date you no more like type shit still got a friend in me but we just can't date that's it like i feel that mm-hmm. that's- I, li- I like the i kind of like the mentality though that you take about this because i mean we're in this kind of day and age where a mm-hmm. lot of people are taking this mentality you know yeah. especially at a young age you know, it, there's really no need to jump into some shit and get married at 22, yeah, like, 24 years old and not be, even know the person, really. Yeah, you know, like that'd be my whole thing. Cause it's like, nigga, I don't even know what, like, especially back then, it's like, I don't even know what the fuck I want to do in my life. It's like, I don't, like, I, I, I'm not saying you can't go through this with somebody, like, you both, like, learn each other type shit. But it's more or less like, I don't know what I want to do in my life. Like, I don't really know. Like, I haven't even, especially like back then, it's like, nigga, I haven't even had, like, I haven't even had Arabic pussy yet. You feel me? Like, there's so many different, like, <laughs> bitches out there, like, I haven't fucked with. Like, let me dibble and dabble around type shit. Like, let me see, like, and if we end up linking back together, then, then all right, like, you Yeah, explore like, the world, and women should do the exact same thing. It, that's exactly what I tell every female. Like, I'm like, yo, like, I'm like, niggas is gonna call you a hoe regardless. It don't matter what you do. Like, you could get dick or not get dick regardless. Niggas gonna call you a hoe. I'm like, at the end of the day, we all hoes. Like, I'm like, bro, you curious? Yep. Like, you feel me? Like, you live, you learn. Like, you fuck a nigga, you ain't like it. I won't fuck with him no more. You feel me? Yep. Like, that's just how it be. You feel me? Like, exactly. That's how I look at it. Like, Might as well just live the life, yo. Honestly, that's <laughs> what I be telling people. I'm like, yo, live life like this shit come twice. You feel me? Like, and by that, it just means like, live life, do whatever the fuck you want, because that's how you should live. Because it's not gonna come around twice. And pretend like you have a second life to go back and be like, okay, now nah, I can make it right. 
But in reality, like, I be also tell people, like, yo, like, nobody's going to figure out life. Like, there's nothing to be figured out. It's just you have to live it. Like, literally, like, you have to live it. You learn what to do, what not to do. But I'm like, but you will never ultimately figure out life, like, for itself. Like, you just, you steer the ship the best way you can. You go through the, you go through the bridges. You go through the bumps and shit. Some people pave a way for you. You could kind of, like, take your own guideline. But I'm like, but every individual is completely different. Like, we all have different fingerprints for a fucking reason. Like, yep. everybody's different. Different paths different to paths take. For different, dip, different paths for different people, you feel me? Different vices, mm-hmm. different different reasons, different everything. Different everything. Damn. So what kind of uh, what kind of music were you listening to then growing up? What kind of music was being played around you? Um my mom, she used to my mom was like I I literally like I get like um my beginning stages of like I guess like when I was a kid like um I remember vividly the Hot Boys like Lil Wayne like Manny Fresh like I that's vividly what I remember is the Hot Boys um, it's around that time yeah, time like period that. yeah <laughs> and like that shit kind of fucked me up in a way because like I used to I guess I according to my teachers I used to go to school and curse them out. And, like, I remember, like, one God time, damn. Yeah, like, my mom, like, I remember one time she pulled up and she served me up a, a nice ass whooping. And I think that put an end to it. And then she was just like. At uh, school? Yeah, like, she pulled up. I came Hell outside. Yeah. Like, I came outside. I got in the car. I thought she was, like, about to take me away. Next thing you know, I was just getting in the backseat, getting the ass whooping. Like, and I had to go back into school, like, tears. <laughs> hey, I feel that, you know, as a kid who has also had his ass beat at school. Yeah. And not even in the car, like, in fr- outside the Ooh. car, in front of everybody. Everybody watching, like, who's nigga? Uh huh. He get oh he getting that ass tore up. God damn. What is it with me and my microphone today? I'm just hitting it all around the place. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Trust me. I I know that feeling. The yeah. uh, the Caribbean family just they don't they hold yeah. no they hold no bars against that shit. To be honest with you, and like and so I grew up like with the Hot Boys and shit. So like a lot of like Louisiana influence because like I have like roots into Louisiana too. Um, Word. Um. So not only that, like a lot of R and B, like Mary J Blige and shit like that. Um. And even, like, kind of with my granddad, like, my granddad, like, at the time, I didn't really know what it was, like, but, like, around, like, Christmas time, I always remember, like, you know, like, that 70s, early, like, you know, niggas would do the Christmas albums and shit, like, I used to hear a lot of that. Um, I used to hear a lot of um, the Isley Brothers, Teddy Pendergrass and shit like yes. that, but but I never knew who they were, like, I just used to just hear it. You like, just hear it, yeah. Yeah, and, like, R. Kelly, like, a lot of R. Kelly, um, out, shit, I should never even said his name, fuck. Ah, it's all right. Yeah, you know, I mean, I we didn't it. know I was a kid, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, the music was great. The music still is great. The music is still great. That's the problem, man. It's, it's yeah. hard to get past that shit. Yeah, it, it is, like, low-key, it really is hard to get past. Like, I completely, like, I don't fuck with none of the shit R. Kelly did at all but i would be lying if i didn't say the music is great the music is great but i don't fuck with none of the shit he did like and low-key i'm i'm every time he does pop up on my playlist i try to skip over the song like but it's certain songs that pop on i'm like i can't skip this like yep. bumping ground come on i'm not skipping that's that, that like. same shit that that's with bill cosby that made it so terrible with that shit too yeah. like all the cosby show mm-hmm. still fucking great yeah. i mean i haven't watched it in years i don't even know but i mean all of his stand-up great I mean, yo, the yeah. man with the man was was comedy genius, yeah. but he was doing a bunch yeah. of evil ass shit on the side. You can't take away the talent; like the talent's there, like, and it's it's an undeniable talent. But it's just just the person itself. Like that's just what I I guess in a way, like some people. I I'm not saying you have to. Like me, I've always been like a look. I don't fuck with what you're doing. The music good though, I'm, and I'm gonna continue to fuck with the music. But that's about it. Like for me, like I'm like that. Don't mean I support you as like a person. Like yep, you feel me? And that's just how it been for me. But music wise um and as i started to grow up like a little bit um you know we kind of started to get more and more into the internet and shit like that so i started to kind of like develop my own like shit and like what i was actually into and low-key i'm not gonna front like rock and like alternative and like punk rock like it played like a big like impact on my life but the thing was i never knew like 
I never knew none of the songs I would hear. Like I would just hear it, and I would just like it. Like I'm like, damn, I kind of like I like this. Like, gotcha. I, but I just never like knew like the names, the songs. Like you know, some people they have like, oh, like I, I fuck with Nirvana, I fuck with Lincoln Park and all these other bands. And I'm like, I never had that. Like until I got Guitar Hero, I didn't know none of these fucking bands. Like I didn't know the name of the songs. I used to just know like just when it would come on. If I fuck with, it, I'm like, oh, I fuck with this. Like I've heard that a lot about Guitar Hero. Mm-hmm. That it just brought a lot of oh, hell, Guitar that Hero music to different people. Guitar Hero really brought me into that realm of like rock music and fucking rock band. Just like that shit really took done. Me to a, yeah, it was done. Like I used to literally be in that bitch playing rock band. Like and it it low key like I like it it really did put me on to like a lot of music like rock wise. But as I was growing up, like it was I started to kind of get into like west coast music like a lot like you know like tupac and like um bone thugs and harmony like i started to get into that like on my own accord type shit um and then like later on like a year after that like i started to get into like new york music and shit like that like a lot of like boom bap like a like heavy new york music and then um and then like as like i hit middle school type shit like that's when i really like like Lil Wayne for me, like it was over. Like Young Money, like literally, like it was over. Like that's all I used to listen to, like nonstop, was just Young I mean, Money. Lil, I mean, Wayne had the game on Smash he, for a um, minute, um, like a minute. Like I never Oof. seen somebody like to this day. Oof. I still haven't seen an artist that had like rap in a chokehold like fucking Wayne did. Oh, oh man, and, the, I just wish I still to this day wish. For, I, mean, I mean, he actually came with some heat on that last album, Carter mm-hmm. Five. I'm gonna he, be honest, I ain't listened to it yet. All right, I mean, it's yeah. uh, there's it, there's definitely hit or miss shit on yeah. there, you know. But he came with some heat, but it's never gonna be well, like well, yeah. Wayne at his height, just yeah. spitting. Just like nonstop. he was spitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was on some other, and that's literally like, that's literally like, um, that's all I used to listen to was like No Ceilings and like um, Dedication Three, like I, and, like, yep. the early tapes like The Drought, The Drought Two, like, yep. all them oh, early yeah. ass projects like The Carter Three, like. Like what? But like my favorite Wayne was mixtape Wayne. It was always mixtape Wayne. Like I oh, love yeah. the Carter Three, but mixtape Wayne. He was just a dedication two is my favorite. Cannon was on that one too, right? Yep. Yeah, oh yeah. Ooh, oh yeah. yeah Cannon remix. Like, hell oh, yeah. yeah. That, used, that used to be my shit. Boy. How do you do, motherfuckers? Like, this wheezy baby, baby niggas, niggas bitching, and I gotta talk to Cannon. Hey yo, <laughs> listen close. I got duct tape and rope. I leave you missing like the fucking old bandits. One hand on my buddy. Oh my buddy. That's the AK forty seven. Make the neighborhood love me. Bullets like bird. You can hear them bitches humming. Don't let that bird shit. He got a weak stomach. That was a that was a, that was that's what I'm saying. That was a whole different fucking way. Niggas, right no, I'm it. sick. I don't spit. I vomit. Got, got it. One egg short of the omelet. Simon says, shoot a nigga in his thigh and leg and tell him ketchup like mayonnaise. Oh, ah. That's that. Yo, oh my goodness. exactly. Was, like you, you can't compare no other artist to that. Like, and he was a genius because like low key, like once you really look at it, like he started to pull like the Nickies and the Tigers and the Drakes, and I'm like, I'm like, he saw all that shit. That's crazy to me. That's and just the fact that he pulled Drake, like I'm like, yo, my nigga, like. I'm like, I'm like, bro, you really hit a fucking gold mine with Drake, and I'm like, and I'm like, just the fact that you saw that talent in Drake, like, I'm like, cause I'm like, I'm like, yo, like, literally, like, after Wayne, Drake was like my favorite artist, like, off rip, like, so far gone was amazing, like, comeback season, comeback season two was amazing, heartbreak Drake, like, all those early projects, like, especially back then, like, that paved the way, and it was beautiful to see, like, once I hit high school, like, the dreams money could buy, the Marvin's room, you know, like that led up to take care of the club paradise, like. That shit was so beautiful to see. Like, it was... And, like, people completely missed that Drake. Like, I feel like he don't get enough credit, like, when it comes to him creating that, that OVO sound, like, mm. that Toronto sound. Like, I'm like, I'm like, talking about your feelings was never a bad thing. But I'm like, but full-blown simping, like, I'm like, yo, Drake really kind of, like, low-key, you got to pay homage. I'm like, Drake really did that, like, low-key, like... I mean, 
He did. He did. The, I mean, there were a couple before him. That like did I would it. say, Kanye, eight oh eight, and heartbreaks. Like, but I'm yeah. just like, but full on, full blown simping. Like I'm like, bro. Like Drake was just on some whole other shit. Like some real, like some real, real some real deal. Like you could relate to shit. Like I forgot about you last night for the first time and the last time I did. I was caught up in this crazy conversation with this girl named Lorraine who says she's from... Like, I'm like, bro, like, nigga, that's so, like, vivid. And I'm like, but we can all relate. Like, I'm like, there's been times where, like, I forget about my ex and, like, I might get... Like, I'm fucking with a new bitch and, like, I'm transitioning into this new bitch. And, like, that that one text message from my ex just sets me all the way back and I completely forget about this bitch, like... Yep. Type shit. I'm like, bro, everybody can relate to that. Like, oh, yeah. You got to give that to Drake. You got to give that to Drake. But that was, like, that was, like, an early thing for me. Oh, and... Um, that's that's like my sister's dad or whatever because we have different dads. He's what made me kind of like do music in a way. Like he didn't make me do it, but like I used to come in the house and I would see him doing it. So like I would come in, you know, like, it was different back then. He would have like the headphones on. What type of music was he making? He was making rap music. He was making, okay, he word. Was, he was making rap. He was from Miami too. Was he making um, beats or was he rapping? No, he was rapping. Okay, he was word. Full on rapping. Um, and so I used to like come in. I would come in the house from like school and shit. You know, like um. And he would just be in the kitchen. This is when I, I used to live in the projects. He would be in the kitchen. He would um have the headphones on, you know, the CD player with the, I guess, the beat CD or whatever. And he would pin and pad, like, right there. And he would just, uh, uh, ride the T-O-1. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. And, like, he would just be writing. Like, that shit, I used to just look at him and, like, the body language. And it used to just look so fucking fun to me. Like, I'm like, yo, like, that's so cool, like, to see him do that. Like, I want to low-key, like, try it. And so I remember I, I went to school one day and, like, I just wrote, like, a rap down type shit. Like, you know, like... I don't know what the fuck I was saying, but one thing I did know was I knew it rhymed. Like, I was like, yeah, this shit rhymed. Like, you feel me? Like, and I, I remember I went home that night, and, like, I just spit it to him. And he was like, oh, like, that's cool. Like, you know, like, keep writing. And then, like, when we was playing Grand Theft Auto, you know, Mad Dog's Rhyme Book. Yeah. That's what made me get a journal, and I just started, like, writing rhymes down type shit. And so, like, for a minute, like, I used to just write rhymes type shit. Like, it was never really recording music. It was more just, like, writing type shit. Like, and that's kind of, like, what really put me into that realm of, like, music. Never thought I would do it, but I, it just put me in that realm of, like, yo, music type shit. Like, yo, that Mad Dog Rhyme book mission was real hard for me, too. Very fucking hard. Because I'm, ba- I'm bad yeah. with stealth shit, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I quit Metal Gear Solid because I was so fucking really? pissed. On- yeah, I was really pissed trying it, honestly. Oh, no, nah, that was my shit. I'm not patient with, with that type of shit at all. It, I guess it depends on what difficulty you playing. Like, me, I used to play on medium. I never played hard. Like, I would play hard, but they give you, like, 20 bullets. I'm like, damn, they get a lot of fucking people. I think 20. I was on medium or some shit. I might have been on easy, bro, honestly. I don't even. No, yeah, I, Metal Gear was my. I love Metal Gear. Metal Gear was my shit. I love that game. But now nah, I feel you on Grand Theft Auto. Like we literally used to like take that shit to other people. Like, yo, can you pass this mission for me, bro? I can't do this shit. Like, yo, niggas be like, all right, I got you, bro. And they do the mission. Be like, yes, fuck. It still bro. be like that sometimes, <laughs> man. Hell shit. Yeah. I feel like yeah, it's it's. I don't know. I need to go back and replay it. I never beat it. I need to, but I really need to go back and replay that shit. Anyway, so the rhyme book and everything. Mm-hmm. So you're uh, so you're writing. You're you're starting to write your own shit now. Yeah, this is like around like. Second grade going into like third grade type oh, shit. Damn, son. Yeah, this is early. Like, and then once I hit Miami type shit, like, um, that's really when I started getting like more fully into like writing, like in the rhyme book and shit like that. Like, school kind of started to like fade away. Like, I was still doing good in school, but like, it was kind of like I used to just really hit class and I would just start writing like raps and shit like that. Like, I would do my, and then like if it, the teacher would bitch at me, I would do the work real quick, you know, do what I had to do, get back to like writing type shit, feel and, like, that shit, and like. And it, it was just fun. It was fun. But when I hit, like, I wanted, when I hit eighth grade, that's when, like, music really kind of fully came into the room. Because I, I stopped writing, like, a little bit. Like, after, like, third grade, like, going up until, like, I want to say, like, sixth grade, like, I just kind of just stopped writing type shit. Like, I was like, okay, like, 
music would never be like a thing like i don't because i never knew like how would i ever get into it like i don't even know where to start type shit you know yeah. I, was, I was real lost with it um but that Lil wayne thing like you know like i used to listen to a lot of Lil wayne so like my seventh and eighth grade year like i would be on the bus that's like i would just literally just be word for word just rapping like loud as fuck on the bus like and so like that's what niggas would know me as like oh the nigga in school that just be rapping like you feel me like like they knew me but like i was just known as like the, the nigga that be rapping like all the time like so like I was always just quoting like Wayne, just rapping Wayne like all the time. Like I can relate most definitely. I mean, it, we we both just yeah, went word yeah, for word, word on for the word. same yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like I used to I used to just really just love like doing that shit. Like because it was so beautiful. Me, it was just something like about it was like poetry in motion. Honestly, like it was so dope that he could just really make this shit. And it sounds good to say. Like you feel me? Like it's just it flows so beautifully and like it just it feels good coming out of your mouth. Like just saying everything you were saying type yep. shit. Like. And so, like, that used to be me in school, and, like, niggas kind of knew, like, I, I rap here and there type shit. And so, um, one day, like, it was around the FCAT time, like, eighth grade type shit, my boy Kevin, he came up to me. Shout out to the FCAT. Yeah, big shout out to the FCAT. <laughs> I used to ace them shits. I don't know how the fuck people was feeling them shits. Like, I don't shit. understand either. Yeah, shits I, are easy Niggas said, bro, the fucking reading FCAT. I'm like, yo, this shit, honestly, is really fucking easy, like. I was like, I don't know, y'all niggas must just be retarded or some shit. I've like, talked about it before on the podcast. I was wilding out in high school because the FCATs were so fucking easy. Me yeah. and my me and my homies would get drunk before the FCATs at eight Ooh. o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it's just terrible decisions as a high schooler, but still ace them yeah. shits. Drunk, son. Yeah, no shit. I don't know. Just, especially the essays. Like I'm like this shit. I hate, I used to hate writing them. I'm like, but these shit is pretty easy to do. Like it's really, so fucking easy. I think what I sucked at was like science. Like I didn't like science. I never liked science. Anything that didn't have to really do with like thoughts and like my own creative process i didn't like it like math like it was a formula you had to follow to get the answer like i'm like bro like especially when they started throwing like numbers and shit in it i mean like letters and shit in like i'm like ax i'm like bro i can't i can't fuck out of here yeah with that i'm like shit. you want me to do 10 steps before i get the problem right I'm like come on bro fuck out of here i can't do that shit exactly that shit hard as fuck like but, give, me, give me an essay all day i'll run that shit yeah ragged. i'm like essays and shit it's nothing for me to write my opinion because i'm like bro like I, I got a lot of shit to say yeah. like some people they just they just do different shit like I look back at it now and I'm like, now it kind of makes like now I'm like now it all kind of makes like a lot of sense type shit like um, but he came up to me and he was just like, yo, like, so and so asked if you want to write like a rap for the pep rally or some shit, and like the pep rally was literally like two periods away, and I don't know like I was just I was hyped like I was like hell yeah I was like yeah I do it and he's like but bro you gotta perform in front of the whole school I was like bro I don't give a fuck I'll do it I'll do it like <laughs> and I I wrote some shit like between those two periods I wrote like a quick like little freestyle type shit um. And, like, I got to the pep rally, you know, everybody's doing their thing or whatever. Like, you know, they're giving, like, the thing. And then she's like, okay, um, next, we have um, somebody from the school that wrote a rap for the FCAT to give you guys some pointers. And then, like, they called me up, and I went. <laughs> and I couldn't stop fucking cheesing. I was just like, oh, shit, like, this shit, bro. And I'm talking about literally, like, the whole fucking school is, like, looking at me. I'm like, yo, this shit is dumb, awkward. But, like, I just, I just low-key, like, I did it, and, like, they, they all fuck with it, like, or whatever. Like, for some eighth grade shit, like, they fucked with it. And so then, like, that summer, going into, like, my freshman year, that's what really put me back on track with, like, just writing music again or whatever. Like, because around that time, I think Marvin's Room came out. And I remember it because Marvin's Room was the first song I wrote a remix to or whatever. Like, I actually wrote, like, some shit for it or whatever. Like, and so, um... You caught the bug again. Yeah, like, I just caught that writing bug, like, that shit. But, again, like, I never... One thing that kind of set me apart that let me know that, like, college and, like, you know, like, a basic 9 to 5 wasn't for me. It was, like, I used to talk about it all the time, like, just because it sounded good. Like, I'd be like, oh, like, people ask you, like, oh, what are you going to do? And it's like, oh, I'm going to go to college and do physical therapy. Like, I don't know, I guess. Like, because it just, you know, people ask you, like, you don't want to be like, oh, like, I'm going to do music. Like, so I used to just say that. 
just to get people off my back, like, you know, just because it sounded good, like, in my head, like, I'm like, it sound good, like, whatever to keep them. But I know deep yeah. down, like, I'm like, yo, this is not what I'm really going to do. And I never really knew, like, it was going to be music, but I, I'll never forget it. Like, what let me know that, like, the music life was for me was I remember watching um Big Child to Wiz Khalifa. It was Day to Day, like, Day to Day, Season 3, Episode 1. Never forget it. Watched it, and I didn't I didn't understand that it was a vlog of, like, you, but, like, I remember watching it, and I was just like, yo, this is what I want to do. Like, I was, like, literally, like, going from, like, place to place, hotel to hotel, like, and just this late night staying up, just having fun with your friends, like, creating. Like, I was like, I was like, even if it's not music, I'm like, this is what I want to do. Like, that's, that's what, it lo- I looked at it and I was like, yo, this is what makes me comfortable. Like, watching this, like, this is what I want to do. Like, I know, like, this is, like, my calling right here. Yo, this is crazy. Like, somebody just brought up the day-to-days to me, like, mm-hmm. I think, like, a couple weeks or a few weeks ago. Revolutionary. I was a big whiz dude. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that this was a thing. Day-to-day? Oh, my. I had no idea. When I say, like, literally, like, that shit was, like, church to me, like, I used to watch them shit. I used to rewatch them, like, That's over what this person over. was like, saying. It they was they like, were, yo, these were, like, the biggest fucking things. Yeah, they, bro, I'm telling you, they were so fucking beautiful to watch. Like, literally, like, I, like, I, I it's crazy how I even, I, I used to just quote them shits because i'm like bro like i just want to feel like how this nigga feel because it it looks so fun to do type shit like even like they had like an episode like where he was recording like um up i go one of my uh, favorite uh, with songs of all uh, time oh uh, he recorded in a hotel room and i'm just watching the video of him make it and i'm just like bro like this is so like literally i'm like yo this shit is so fucking beautiful like i'm like this is literally what i want to do like i'm like that's what i want to do like i want to have like just a team of people around me i want to be in like these environments like i just want to be able to just like you know like do this shit like you feel me and but i just never knew like how i would like whether it would be music or not like i was like i never knew if it was going to be music but i just knew like that's what i want to do like i don't fucking know what he's doing but that's what i want to do like or whatever so my freshman year in high school um i i linked back up with my my homeboy randy or whatever um and i knew him from sixth grade but we wasn't like cool or nothing like that we actually didn't even fuck with each other because there's some stupid shit. <laughs> but um, my freshman year in high school, um, I ended up linking up with him because we had, like, a bunch of classes together. And, like, one day he was just like, um, yo, you went to camp. Yo, yo, Saeed, you went to KMS, right? Um, and I was just like, yeah. And from there it was, like, a rap. And then one day he just hit me up. And he was just like, yo, like, you do music, right? I didn't know he did music. I didn't even know. And I was like, I write lyrics, but I never recorded. And he was like, oh, like, you should come through and record, like, one day. And I was just like, this is, not, this is my freshman year. And I was just like, for real? And he was like, yeah, like. And like, uh, uh, so I was like, um, okay, bet. Like, so one day I went over to his crib and I recorded my first song. And I mean, it was ass, it was trash. But I every it's still up. Like low key, like um, every time I hear it, I'm just kind of like, it was. I, I was like, it was always there. It just needed to be polished. Like it just really, yeah. really needed some hard work. But I was like, but but like it was always like the the way I am, the way I make music, the music I make. Like I'm like it's low key. Like that's I've always been that way. Like the, the way I create and shit. And it was dope, like so. That's what really introduced music to me, like and shit. And I still fell on and off with it here and there, but that's really what opened the door to let me know, like, yo, like this music shit is really possible. Like, I could really do this shit. Like, this is a lane I can take. Yeah, like this is like this is the lane I could take, and this is the lane that feels right. Like, I was like, like I've done a lot of shit in life, and I guess like, nah, like, uh, nah, like, uh, nah. But like music, it was just like. Yeah, this is it. It like, clicked. Yeah, it's like this is it right here. Like I already know it. Like this deep down inside, like I'm like this is it. But it was just like, do you have the patience to sit here and create a lot of songs to not 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 even like put them out, but just to better yourself as an artist, like and learn, like develop that flow, develop that mindset, develop like the ability to make music. And it's like, do you have like the stomach? Do you have the patience for it? And over the years, like it was on and off. 
but eventually it was kind of more like yeah i could do it like yeah i'm a, I'll, I'll do it like i'll go through it because i know in the end like it'll be so much more worth it like it'll be so much more worth it for me most definitely ends justify the means type shit honestly like that's really how it be like your hard work it do pay off like low-key like whether you feel unappreciated or not like it do pay off like yeah my does. music wasn't always good like you know like it wasn't it really wasn't that's honesty like it really wasn't always good like this podcast wasn't always good it it might not still be good <laughs> you know like and that's what it is it's like you got your trial and, like that's what people don't realize like i'm like bro life is literally trial and error like that shit applies to everything i'm like i'm like if you if you turn your l's into lessons you can't lose Somebody just said that the other day too. For real, somebody, who the fuck yeah. said that? That's my quote. Who said that? Yeah, who who the fuck said that to me? I can't remember now. Damn, I'm trying to. I, I'll have to. I think it's quoting me now. I'll have to. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yo, I'm fine. You said that. I'll have to look back through the episodes after this and figure out who it was because I def. Yeah, that was definitely just said recently also yeah, too. That's and a, I was like, damn, that's a real shit right there. That's a life lesson for real. For real, like I just and I randomly I just thought about that one day. I was like, yo, the real deal. Like you turn your lessons. I mean, you turn your losses. And the lessons, yo, you can't lose because I was like, low-key, like, that's what this shit is. Like, life is just one big lesson. It teaches you what to do, what not to do. And I'm like, that's the same thing. I'm like, if you apply that to everything, that's how it be. Like, you learn what works for your podcast, you learn what doesn't. You learn what works for your music, you learn what doesn't. Like, you know, like, and it's just different shit. Like, you go through the trial and error. And like, in the end, all it is. On a day-to-day basis. On a day-to-day basis. And in the end, all it's doing is just polishing you up. And helping you like better your craft type shit. That's that's all it yep. ever be. And that's really I all mean, it ever literally be. on a day to day basis. There's constant shit fucking up around here at all times. Mm-hmm. I just had a piece of equipment shit out on me this past weekend that yeah. I, I've yet to replace still <laughs> because you know niggas got to save a little bit of guap yeah. to, to replace that piece of equipment mm-hmm. that we thought was gonna last longer yeah. than that. Nope, nope. They had to dead that bitch. I need the unexpected happens, like, and that's a prime example of like nothing set in stone type shit. That's why I tell people all the time, like. Life life could really change in a year. Like, you think you're not getting nowhere, bro. Like, all it takes is, like, the right person to hear the right thing. And it's like, yo, who is this? And just like that, in the course of, like, a day, yo, your life could really change. Like, that's one thing that really keeps me motivated. Like, I know it's wishing for the moon, but that's, like, that's really one thing that keeps me going type shit. Like, I try to make my own way for the most part. I don't like to gamble. But it's, like, at the same time, like, that gamble in the back of my head, it's like, yo, I don't got nothing to lose with it. Like, you feel me? Like Exactly. Like, it's like a win-win. Like, if you find me, cool. If not, I know where I'm going. Like, anyway, it don't matter. Like, I know I got the talent to put behind it. Like, And if you're not taking every opportunity, if you're not talking to every person you can, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that one person that you decided not to talk to that day, that might have been the person that, that, that could have changed everything. That could have changed everything for you. And it's, it's, it's that simple. It's as simple as a conversation. Like, a lot of the shit I accomplished last year, big shout-out to Events by Black. I would have never did, like, without them, like, you know, like, because my whole thing was, like, they started off small, but I always see the bigger picture. I never look at, like, the now. Like, I'm like, they started off small, you know, at Uncle Lou's, and people was looking at the tree, like, oh, like, I'm not, I'm not going to perform with them no more. Like, I'm not going to do it. But I was looking at the forest, like, bro, like, they, I'm like, just know that they're consistent. Like, they're going to consistently throw shows, and I'm like, which means they're going to consistently get better. And I was like, ain't no fucking way in hell I'm going to cut this tie because this the first show we did was, like, wasn't as packed as we thought it would be you feel me like i'm like nah ain't no way in fuck and now when i see them like on instagram like bro they shows be packed like they shows be fucking packed like and they're based out of tampa too and that's and like i just be looking at shit like that as motivation like i'm like that's dope that they even took the time to hit me up to ask me to perform and i'm like just the fact that i got there i talked to them and they just kind of realized damn this nigga's really genuine like he's really cool like and they just wanted to fuck with me, like yo, like whenever we throw shows out of town, like Miami, like would you be down? Hell yeah, bro, most for sure. Like, see, that's the real shit right there. When you get down 
to the real shit and you can chop it up with people on mm-hmm. a real level and actually make those real connections. connections. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And then you, re- cause you realize, I always say it is the tagline for this podcast. Creatives support creatives. You have to support each other because if you're not supporting each other in the community, I mean, you're shooting yourself in the own foot. You're, you're fucking yourself, you, like, honestly. Yeah. And that's that's what sucks like about Orlando. I feel like now more than ever. I mean, me personally, like I've always been supportive of any artist I fuck with. Like if I fuck with your art, like I'm gonna let you know, like off rip, like. And it could be as simple as me just liking a track on SoundCloud because I'm like, I'm like again, I don't gotta do that, but I'm like, but that's not me, like you know, like I'm like I just if I fuck with it, I fuck with it. I can't deny it. Like I like it. Like you know, like that's what I'm saying. Like. And I feel like in Orlando, we kind of have that mentality of, like, oh, if it's not me, fuck it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and that's why my whole thing is, like, nah, like, we could all win. Like, and it's always more like, okay, you fuck with Playboy Cardi, right? That don't mean you don't fuck with Lil Uzi. Like, I'm like, I'm like, that's the thing. Like, it's enough cookie out here for everybody. Like, everybody could eat, you know what I mean? Like, it's not really, it's not, it's not about, like, one artist just shining. Because I'm like, bro, like, that don't put no attention on the city at all. Like, I'm like, why do you think Atlanta wins so much? Because I'm like, bro, like... They're not afraid to put their artists on. Like, you got the 21 Savage coming up. You got Young Thug pulling him. And I'm like, you just got a bunch of different artists pulling each other up, like, versus pulling each other down type shit. Yeah. That's why with me, like, I'm always, I let every artist out here know, like, yo, like, bro, if if you need an ear to listen to, like, just just send me it. Like, I'll listen to it. Like, I'm not going to say I'm going to get to it immediately, but I'll listen to it. Like, no matter what, I'll listen to it. You feel me? Like, and that's the thing with me. Like, I've always just been a supportive person, like, when it comes to other people's art, like, whether the energy is reciprocated or not, it don't really matter to me because I'm like... I mean, I, I do personally feel like there's a good resurgence of that shit here in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Though, like, it, it, it is started... It, yeah, it's I definitely feel like it's starting to pick up. I feel like it's really starting to pick up. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, with people like, you know, like the chicken and beer crew mm-hmm. doing that type of shit. Yeah. And, you know, just a, a lot of little collectives popping up. I, yeah. I've seen, like, especially bringing all these people in to do podcasts and shit. Like, yeah. To hear people talking about... You know, because I bring people in to talk about themselves and what they do. Mm-hmm. And when I bring people in and they're shouting out other people in the community randomly and are just like, yo, but like that makes me think of this person who's doing this yeah. and this over here and I'm fucking with them heavy. Like that makes me happy to hear like yeah. someone who genuinely comes in here. I ask them something. They're not even thinking about, mm-hmm. you know, they're not even thinking about themselves. And then they have a genuine answer of something else about somebody else they know in the community. I'm yeah. seeing that a lot more and more mm-hmm. here in the podcast. And that shit makes me feel good about the community here. Because mm-hmm. there's a huge cultural renaissance that's been happening in Orlando for years now. Yeah, like, it's it's dope to see, too. Like, I enjoy that. Like, like I, like I honestly, like, I've, made, like, I've made a lot of friends, like, through doing, like, music and, like, even, like, the photography, you know? Like, I made, like, a lot of friends doing that, like... Big shout out to Nino Casino. Um, me and him, like, literally, like, we really cool, like, and it all started, like, just through music, like, just me popping up to a show, like, you know, we kind of knew of each other here and there, like, kind of talk a little bit, but once I popped up to the show, we met in person, you know, I, I just, I fuck with him, like, you know, like, I actually, I genuinely fuck with him, like, as a person, like, you know, like, as a yeah. friend, like, and that's really how it be, like, I've met, like, a lot of people like that through the way, like, um, Will in the Life, um, big shout out to him, he's in Atlanta right now. Um, I met him through music and, you know, like I met him through like Randy or whatever, like, you know, he popped out to a show one day and, um, it was like a genuine thing. Like, you know, like I, ne- I wasn't like too, like I, I, I met him, I was like, yo, what's up, bro? Like, but eventually like we just kind of, me and him sat down and we just kind of started talking and that's what he was telling me. He was just like, he was like, I fuck with y'all so much because he's like, it was like a genuine thing. Like he was like, he was like, y'all didn't just, you come in, like everybody just fucks with me. He was like, you know, like you met me, you said, what's up? He was like, but when we started talking, like just the shit we talking about, he's like, I could just tell, like, yo, like, this shit really is, like, 
it's it's all about the music, the creative process behind it, like just being a creative. And I think that's what I try to separate more than anything. Like, you know, I fuck with people that um from the outside in, like I fuck with people that consume. But like when you're all about like the creativity, like and I actually get to hear what you're about. And I like I kinda learned that like, yo, this shit literally like this your passion, like for real, like this is what you really want to do. That's when it becomes so much more like easier for me to fuck with you type shit. Cause I'm not gonna front, it's a lot of it's a lot of grimy ass wishy washy niggas out here, like and it just be like that. That's anywhere you go type shit. Yep. And I try to separate that. Like I try to I try not to really indulge with people that just do this shit cause it's cool. Cause it's like I'm like like to me, I'm like, yo, I put real tears behind this music shit. You feel me? Like, and I'm like, I don't take this shit for granted. You feel me? Like, everybody got their path. I'm not knocking you. Do what you do, but it's just like I'm not really like checking for you either type shit. Like, because to me, I'm like, I know what I do it for. Like, I really do this shit because like I'm like, this is really like this is the only thing I've ever really like been really good at. Like, I've never like my whole thing is like I've never won an award in life. Like, I've never ever like been handed like a trophy. Like, yo, like this is for you. Like, you did this. Like, ever. Up until I started doing music. We won the BYOB video of the year shit um, with Mukes. Big shout out to Mukes. Um, and that's the first thing my name was ever on, like on a trophy. Like, yo, here you go, my nigga. Like, you did that. And I was like, damn, like all these years. Like, I'm 21 years old. I'm like, yo, all these years and living, like, this is the one thing that I've ever fucking won. Like, that's, and it got my name on it. Like, that's meant for me. Like, yo, like, you did that. I'm like, that's so dope to me. Like, that's why I'd be like, yo, like, this shit, this shit for me. Like, I know it is, like. I run this shit. <laughs> yeah, I run this shit. This is mine. <laughs> I feel that though, man. It's whenever you find that passion that makes you feel genuinely good and pushes you to get up in the day and not fucking sit around and actually yeah. do some shit. Honestly. That's the shit that you got to stick with to be all honest. the time yeah. and nurture it. Honestly, like I just I just had a conversation like with my mom like like I want to say like last week about like the same exact shit like um she just she said something about like wasting time and like I just got serious like I joke around a lot but like when she said that I just I sat up straight I got real serious with her and I was like I was like let me ask you a question like I was like do you honestly think I'm wasting my time with this shit and I was like I was like honestly like, I was like I'm just really curious and she was like no like I don't really think you're wasting she was like I just wish like you would have just went to school just in case and I was just like I was like mom you gotta look at like what I've accomplished in such a short time with music like and why I really feel like this is like my calling type shit. Like I was like, I was like, I was like, just think of it this way. I was like, I didn't really start taking music serious until like 2016. I was like, I put out my first project and I was like, off my first project alone, like niggas was, that's when niggas was like, yo, like, okay, this nigga really do music type shit. Cause I was like, bro, yeah. like I spent, I'm like, I spent a lot of time being overlooked and underhanded with shit or whatever. You feel me? Like, um, I'm like, but I used to just take that shit on the chin. Like, I'm like, you know what? Like, it's cool. Like, because in my head, I was like, I know what I'm working with type shit. And, like, slowly but surely, it started to come along. And niggas started to realize, like, more and more, like, okay, this nigga might be a problem. Like, for real. Like, this nigga really might. This nigga actually, he, he got it. Like, he really got it type shit. Like, when it comes to music, like, he knows what he's spit, doing. bro. You feel me? Like, and that's the thing. Like, I'm, like, my whole thing has always been, like, creating music. Like, it was never about, like, oh, like. And that's, that's one thing in Orlando. Like, oh, who's the best artist? Like, I'm like, bro, it don't fucking matter, like, who could spit the best. Like. I'm like, my whole thing has always been, like, who creates the best music type shit. Yes. And even then, it's not even about, like, who does it best. I'm like, I'm like, is your, does your shit have repeat value? Yes. And from the day, from day one, that's what it's always been about to me. Like, I was like, that's why people still send me, like, my my tracks from my first project. Like, oh, like, bro, I still, I still love this song. Like, and I'm like, that's my goal. Like, in life, it's just like, yo, I want to make shit that has repeat value. Like, you could spit a million bars, like you feel me. It don't matter. Like it's not about who raps the best. It's can you create music? Like can you create timeless shit? I'm like we could go back and listen to Drake forever, 
and we'll still love it just as much as when we first heard it because it's timeless. And like that's always been my thing. Like, yo, timeless music forever. It's like, the shit that actually breaks through to somebody and somebody can feel. Yeah. And vibe with mm-hmm. and, and relate to. That's Honestly, the shit that sticks with people. That's that's really that's really what it is. Like I always try to like, even if you can't relate with me, like it's always like, let me at least put you in my shoes. You feel me? Like I want you to understand like why like why I am the way I am. Like, cause you feel me? Like that's like the main thing with me type shit. Like I just my whole thing is always like, let me put you in my position so you could like understand like where I'm coming from. Like a project you shouldn't be hearing, like that's literally what it was. Like I was like, yo, like I'm about to take, I was like five tracks, I'm gonna take y'all niggas through everything. Like you feel me? Like I was like, I'm gonna take you back to 2006 in A Beautiful Nightmare. Like you feel me? Like I'm gonna take you back to sophomore year in that white van. Like I'm gonna take you back to LA on the rooftop sipping pink Moscato, just collecting. Like I was like, bro, like that's literally what I'm gonna do like for you. And I'm like, you know why? Like people go back and play it so much. I'm like, because like, you could relate, like, as an artist, you could definitely relate, and as a consumer, you could just feel it, like, you feel me, like, now you understand, like, you see me, like, on the gram and shit, and it's like, I kind of, I kind of could understand, like, better, like, you as a person type shit, and I always try to make music that everybody could relate to, like, in a way, like, type shit, like, that's really what it is for me, like, I try to create to the best of my ability, but I always try to keep both, like, both people in my, like, the consumer and the creative consumer, like, you feel me, like, the person that needs that inspiration, like, that's one thing I definitely always do type shit. Most definitely. So when is this uh, when is this project that you just had the listening party for? When is this going to be dropping? Um February 12th, 2019. Hey. That's like that's the date I set for it. Um Is there a name that can be released or is that is that top secret? No, no, no. The name of the project is titled I'll See You After the Party and um it's titled that because one of my exes from 2016 up until like 2017, like late 2017. Um, she was like she was like a really big impact on that project. Um, I'm not gonna front like I, I honestly like I have nothing but love for Shorty. Like, it was an endless love. Like a lot of the music I created, like it was about her type shit. Um, I could still say I love her. You feel me? Like, but just the feeling's not the same no more for me. You know, like um. But one thing we used to argue about a lot was like she never understood like my need to be an artist and like pop out like to events. Cause it's one thing when people fuck with you, like you know, like like oh like through the internet. But it's a different thing when they see you in person, like, in flesh and blood. Like, oh, yes. shit, this nigga real. Like, yo, what's up, bro? Like, yes. I fuck with this. So she never really, like, understood that. That's a weird thing I've been talking to other people about, too, man. Like, when you when you see people that will shout out shit online or whatever, mm-hmm. but they see you in person, then yeah, they don't yeah. say anything, and then they yeah. don't. It's weird. Like I'm just like, bro, like, come on, we're yeah, real people. Hey, it's me, local legend, you know, the guy you was talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what that's what I be saying. Like, that's why I always encourage everybody. I'm like, yo, if you see me in person, like, bro, like, don't be afraid to come to me and have a conversation. Like, exactly. I'm like, I'm like, my thing isn't about followers or like who could do what for me. It's just about who fucks with me. And it's like, what do you want to talk about, bro? Like any yep, I, I'm a normal human being, just like everybody I'm, else. I'm pretty fucking normal. Anything I am not want, yeah. I am not shit. Just like, hey, we're all not shit. That's what I be saying. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I'm like. I'm like, yo, like, I can't really be frowning my face upon people. Like, you feel Because I'm like, I don't get caught up in that. Excuse me. I was like, I don't get caught up in that clout shit. Like, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, I'm like, bro, like, if you come up to me, like, I don't care who you are. Like, you want to have a conversation. Like, bro, I will sit there and talk to you for as long as you want. It don't matter to me. Like, yep. you feel me? Like, it, it really honestly doesn't matter. Like, I've had, like, 20-minute conversations with people I've never met a day in my life. They just know me strictly through, like, the music. And like Instagram and Twitter and shit, and we'll be talking about like fucking like Metal Gear and sports and shit, and they just kind of realize like, 
and this nigga, he cool. Like he, re- and it's, I'm like, bro, like it's, I'm like, the best part about being local legend is like, bro, I get to be me because I'm like, this is honestly, like, this is who I am as a person. Like, I joke around a lot on Instagram. I'm like, bro, that's just me. Like, I just be fucking around. Like, I just, I make a lot of jokes. I like, feel that. I like, to, I like <laughs> to be. I'm like, that's just me. Like, I can't. I'm like, I can never be that serious, strictly artist, like music only. Like, it's, this is all I have. Like, like you know, you go to the people's pages and like you see. The Spotify, the Apple Music, the this, and the, it just looks so fucking generic to me. Like I'm like, yeah. like I don't, I'm like, I'm not even interested. Like, it's, I'm like, it sucks to say, but it's, I'm like, bro, like I rather you come to my page and like, you don't know, like, is this nigga photography or music? And it's like, I do both, nigga. Like, I DJ too. What's up? Like, what do you need? Like, I'm like, I'm just, I just do all this shit. Like, um, my fault. Got off topic again. Oh no, you straight, bro. <laughs> Literally, like I said earlier, that's what we do here. Um, back to the to the project. Um, I'll see you after the party. But yeah, she never understood that. So, um, once like once I broke it off with her, you know, like I just kind of came to the realization that like yo, like this shit not fair to me or you. Like, and it's like I like around that time, like I was like in a very bad place. Like I kept like I used to doubt myself a lot. Like 2017, like, and I was just in a very bad place. And I was just like yo, you know what? Like, um, I don't know. I was like, I don't know where I'm going to end up with this. Like, if I could really, like, do this music shit, if I'm really going to make it with this. And I was like, it's not fair for me to pull you along on this rod type shit. Mm-hmm. And so, like, at that point, like, I just had to cut that tie in a way. Because it's like, I, I got to, I just, I had to let go of us to show myself what <laughs> I could do. Like, on some, on really, just like that type shit. But at the end of the day, those things had to be done for mm-hmm. the betterment of you for and her. Yeah, honestly, yeah. that's exactly what I told her. I was it's like, not even just you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's for both people. That's what I told her. Like I was just like, yo, like you gotta understand that. Like for me, like I gotta, I gotta do this shit. Like I got so many people to prove wrong. Like I, I'm like one thing I don't know how to do is I don't know how to give up. Like I'll never know when to quit. Like especially when I have people doubting me. Like I'm like, yo, fuck that. Like nah. Like I'm gonna show these niggas I can really do this shit. And I was like, right now, I just, I'm like, the only way I could do that is if I completely lock in on this music shit. Like, I gotta lock in on completely becoming like an artist, like really like becoming in tune like with local legend, like being like a fucking artist, like popping out to these shows, like doing all this shit. Like, it has to become just second nature. Like, it just, it has to be normal, like to the point where it's normal. Like, I'm at a show, like, oh shit, like yo, like. But at the same time, it's like, oh shit, like yo, this nigga local legends here. Like, you feel me? Like, I'm like, cause that's that's cool to me, like that people even be feeling that way, cause it's just like. I'm not, again, I'm not shit. Like, the fact that some of y'all feel so, like, deeply impacted by my presence of me being somewhere, I'm like, yo, that's really fucking dope. Like, you know, because, again, like, I remember back then when niggas used to overlook me, underlook me, and, like, it wasn't shit. Like, you know, like, you give an opinion, niggas overlooking, oh, shut the fuck up. Like, you know, like, yeah. and I'm like, they don't say that, but deep down, you kind of know that's what it is type shit. Um, so that's kind of what the project stemmed from. So what I wanted to do was, um, coming into 2018, that's when I started to work on it, you know, um, and I pulled, like, a lot of influence. What I wanted it to be was I wanted it to be, like, a playlist. And I wanted to take you through no more than eight songs. I wanted to take you through the different emotions of the going to a party, arriving at a party, the leaving of the party, and the thoughts that you're left with, like, whenever at you're home. At the end of the time. night. Yeah, at yeah. the end of the night. That's what I wanted to take you through, through eight tracks. Um, and that's, that's, that's literally what I did um, with it. And it was, when I was creating it, it was more meant to be more of, like, a playlist, like, in a way. But in the end, it kind of ended out, like, sinking into, like, a project on its own, you know, like. And so it's dope because it has, like, every element of, like, sound on it. So you have, like, the um the ambient trap sound. You have, like, the trap sound. Like, you have the the electronic sound on it. You have, like, mm-hmm. the house music sound on it. Like, you have the, the deep impact fucking R&B sound on it. Like, you have that Drake, I'm about to spit and really give it to you sound on it. Like, I'm like, that's what you, I'm like, that's literally what the project is type shit. Um. But at the same time, it was also a way for me to create 
like visually because like coming into 2018 like i was looking at like everything and i was like yo like one thing I, I completely slack on is visuals like i don't have photos i definitely don't have no fucking videos you know like and this is coming off a of video of the year like we had just won it but i'm just like but for me personally i'm like i don't have no videos like you know like i wanted to really get into that so like um i was gonna say it sounds like everything with this project the way it's arranged and set up it sounds perfect for visuals mm-hmm. to yeah. accompany with it yeah it's, it's a lot of fucking visual like it's so many fucking visuals like behind this project like um and it was dope like it's dope to see that i took every single photo like and i, I painted the i painted the canvas like that's why like when people came out and they saw the pictures and they fuck with it like it's, it felt even better because it's like i took all those like damn i i really took those pictures like and that's it, feel, it feels good to just be creative or in complete control of the creative aspect of mm-hmm. everything yeah that was that was definitely another thing like because 2018 like i definitely wanted to set out and um i kind of wanted to just in a way like get away from like my group in a way and just kind of like try to like really like branch out for the better of myself to kind of become my own artist like in a way like not on no selfish shit like but more or less like yo i kind of got to do this for myself like the doubts i have like the only way they're going to go away is if like i prove it to myself and that's really what it was. It was more like, can I prove this shit to myself? So for a little bit, I had to just kind of like branch away. Like I, I was just kind of doing shows like by myself. And it, and I encourage every artist to do that, whether you're in a group or not. Like I really feel like you should get away for a little bit and kind of develop yourself as an artist. Like literally any artist that I talk to, I tell them the same exact thing. Like especially when they're part of collective. Like I'm like, yo, like if I'm like, if your friends can't understand that, then bro, like they're not your friends. Like I'm like, my friends completely understand where I'm coming from. Like when I'm like, yo, look, like I got to get away. And I, I got to do this shit by myself for a little bit type shit. Like, of course, come to the shows and support me, but I got to be on that stage by myself. And I got to like, I got to feel all the pressure. I got to feel my legs shake. Like, I got to I got to go through that myself. That way, next show, I don't feel that no more. You feel me? Like, that way I'm comfortable on stage. Like, and that's how it was for me. Like, that's, I, I like, I, st- I kind of just started to really, in a way, I kind of proved it to myself that if I got to put together a full project, I could do it. That's kind of what it was. Like, that's why, like, I was, like, I made it, like, a big effort to, like, I don't really want to, like, want any help on the pro- um on the party that I do, the listening session. I was, like, I kind of want to just really, like, prove it to myself that if I could make this event happen, I could make another one happen. You feel me? Like, Most definitely. And, that's re- and I feel like on that, it's it's, ev- it's easier when, like, when, when, when you got to do it yourself. Because, like, one thing I hate is, like, my time being wasted. Like, I don't like to hound people for shit. Like, yo, like can we make this happen like yo can we do this like one thing i don't like to do is be on your back like i'm gonna tell you one two three times and if i gotta push that fourth time like i'm gonna come at you like yo like what's up like it's kind of ridiculous like you know what i mean like i just let me know like are we working or not yeah like are we working or not if not just say so that way like and it's like it's no hard feelings like it's just i, I just rather my time not be wasted because yep. that's one thing we could get back everything in the world we can't get back time that shit gone like yep that's the one thing we can't get back that's why i take it so serious Big um, facts. so like that's one thing i push for um, on that project, um, but it's it's really good. Like collectively, like um, like a project you shouldn't be hearing. That project was never supposed to be here. Like that's why I named it that. Um, that just came from. I did a podcast um with QG Dwayne. Big shout out to my two cents. Um, I did a podcast with him and he put he was talking about like an old track that I had did like 2017 called Capital Steez and you know he was talking about it and he was just like um RIP also. Yeah, our big RIP to Capital Steez. Um he was talking about that. And he was just like, "Yo, like I he was like I love like this sound like when you when you really talking like that shit like over these beats and he's like it's so he's like that raw emotion like he was like, "Bro, like I just I, I he was like I really love that from you. Like I want more of that." And um 
he was just asking me like how come like you don't put together like a project like that and i was just like i was like bro i have songs like that. i was like i have plenty of songs like that i was like it's just i just be too nervous to put them out because it's, it's so raw like so like it's really like i was like i'm really like taking you through some shit like with me i was like that's the only thing that kind of holds me back from putting it out and, you know we talked about it for like 10 minutes and literally it was just like this i was like you know what bro i was like for you i'll do it i was like let me think of the name of the project and like i was like let me put it together for you and i was like literally like i'm gonna do it for you all so I looked back at like a lot of old music and I pulled it and I kind of just started like taking like I started like extracting those stories from that and like the feelings and shit. And I kind of started putting it back in myself or whatever. And it only took me a month to put that project together. Like a lot of people don't know that. Like it, it took me a month to put that project together. Um, And I wanted to keep it completely as raw as I could, you know. So like I was trying to come up like with the name of the project, you know, like I was like demo, demo this and like um heartbreak this but i was like it just didn't feel right but like i literally like i was just like a project you shouldn't be hearing and it just felt right because i was like low-key like this is this is as raw as it gets like this is a project you should like nobody should have ever heard like and so within that month like you know i started recording here and there like putting it together and shit like and um it came together it opened me up to a lot of new sounds too and it definitely honestly like as lyrical as it sounds, like I, I de- like that project really helped me develop like lyrically, like you know. I get was gonna say that words. whole project is very versatile, man. Sonically, lyrically as Thank well. Thank you, bro. Thank you. I that's I always try to pull like a very like that's the thing. It takes you through like a very like somber like J Cole like um dreamy sound. Then it'll take you to that hardcore like sophomore year like that that boom bap, but at the same time it's very lo-fi. Yep. Then it'll take you to that pink Moscato like in L.A. to that 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 rooftop like you get that like higher than life feeling like type shit. On some Drake shit, then it'll take you through that electronic, like, tell me what to say sound that transitions back into that Drake sound, all the way to that that hardcore, very, like, I in a way, like, the last song, I wanted it to be a summary of everything, like, so that's why that beat sounds like that, like, it sounds, like, it kind of sounds like a mixture of everything, like, the dreamy, yeah. the electronic, the, the, like, the, the little rock influence type shit on the hook, like, that's really, like, what I try to do with that project, and I, I, I honestly, I feel like I executed it well, like, um, one thing I definitely, that's why I push for project of the year. Like, like me, I never, I don't DM music out to nobody. Like, um, but like when it comes to music and art that I create, I don't harass people. Like, I'm not sending it to you. I'm not going to be like, yo, can you like go listen to this? Like, can you do this? Like, if you want to hear it, like, just let me know. Or like, if we talk about it, I'll definitely send it to you. Like, yo, whenever you get to it, get to it. Like, I don't, I'm not losing sleep over it regardless. Like, you know, like, so that's kind of what like I did. But when it came to Mukes and they announced the project of the year, Nah, I was in everybody's DM like, yo, like go vote for me, cause I feel that I was like, I cause really on some shit. I was like, yo, I honestly feel like I deserve this shit. Like I was like, and a lot of people they agreed. They was like, nah, like real deal, like you do, like you. And I was like, I'm not even trying to be funny, but I was like, I don't remember nobody dropping a project this year that like could even kind of compete. The only person I felt like that dropped a project that remotely competed with that project was Randy, and we in the same collective. You know, me and him talked about it, and he was like, honestly, bro, like I really feel like like he was like I, he was like I think that yours was better. Like he was like I think. It resonated more with a lot of people. Like, I think we should really push yours. And I was like, bad. Like, I was like, that's all I needed to hear. Because me, like, I'm never, I'm a team player. Like, I'm like, yo, like, I'm, I want everybody to get the cookie type shit. But I was like, but like, for this year coming off 2018, if I walk away with Project of the Year, I was like, bro, it's over. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to stop talking shit. Like, I was like, literally, like, that shit, that's mine. Like, I'm like, yo, like, mixed and master, recorded. All by me, all by Local Legend. I did all this shit myself. You feel me? Like, I feel that shit, bro. I feel that shit. Hey, the glow up is real. Thank you, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Besides the new project, what else is on the horizon for Local Legend? Um, definitely, definitely more visuals. Um, 
after I see you after the party, like a lot of people know, like the next project. I mean, who we never know, but like in my mind already, like the next project is the OTM Forever Volume One project, and that's the one with the bangers. Like that's the one I, I like. I'm literally like I get I get excited thinking about that project. Cause I'm like, bro, like I already know, like it just has so many fucking amazing songs on it, and it's like it's like a sound that pro- like people probably thought like like they hear the trap vibe from me every now and again, but like this project is completely dedicated to that. But it's just the only thing is like I'm applying real life shit onto these beats. And it's like, and I'm, I'm like, and I'm like, and it just sounds so fucking beautiful. Like it just, you hear it and it just sounds so amazing type shit. Like, um, the last song I dropped from that project that's going to be on that project is the last song on my SoundCloud, which is Water Wet, you know, like, yep. um, this is a really dope song. Like, I'm like, if you listen to it, I'm like, you literally, I'm all I'm talking about is real shit. Like, I'm like, but at the same time, I make it sound like I make it, I'm like, it just sounds good. Like the cadence, the melody of it. Like, I'm like, it just, it still sounds good. Like to some shit you could really like actually bounce to type shit like most definitely and that, that's what i tried to execute with that project like because at the same when i was working on see you after the party i was also working on that one you know like so i used to go hand in hand and i would just pull different shit from both projects and apply them to the new ones gotcha and that's why when i hit a project you shouldn't be hearing like i took those two things from those both of those projects and i put it into this one it may not sound like it but i, I really did like maybe like any enunciation of like words and shit like kind of it's definitely the demeanor like the demeanor i had was really on some like some cutthroat shit and then, like, I would get to, like, the tell me what to say, and it's, like, on that heartbreak, like, auto-tune, like, um, shit, like, that heavy, like, rock influence, like, um, sound to it, electronic shit that I would apply to, like, different tracks or whatever, like, and it's dope. That's why I love the creative process. Like, that's really why I love being a creative, because it's so fucking fun to me, like, you feel me? Like, there's a lot of elements that go into this shit, and people will never fucking know. Like, they'll never oh, know, man. like, the behind, like, the behind it. There's a lot of time that goes into tinkering with just the the tweaking of one little bitty yeah. sound or one little bitty thing here, mm-hmm. just to see what what the overall package sounds like all together when you tweak that one little thing. Yeah, like people don't they really don't realize that like and so much that goes into it. And even like this like 2018 like the beginning like I never mastered my own music like mixing man like Randy he would do it for me um but coming into 2018, like, I literally, like, I remember saying, I was just like, yo, give me three months, like, I'm gonna learn how to mix and master this shit, like, and I would just come home from, like, work and shit, because I work overnight, so I would come home from work, and I would just sit down, like, right on my floor, like, oh, with my with my little Bluetooth speaker, and, like, I would just connect it, and I would just, like, just be trying to mix and master my own shit, and then I was like, once I kind of just developed, like, just a little bit of, like, okay, I kind of know what I'm doing, that's when I was like, all right, time to go all out, like, I bought speakers, I bought a desk, you feel me? I upgraded my mic. Like, I was like, okay, bet. Like, let's, let's step it up. You feel me? Like, it's time to really get serious about this shit. It, excuse me. And so that's what I did. Like, and within, like, 2018, like, that's when I started mixing and mastering, like, everything, like, on my own. Like, you know, I still have my little kinks. But, you know, Randy, he's been doing this shit for so long. So if I got an issue, like, I bring it to him. Like, like yo, like, how do I do this? Like, he'll show me. Then I take that. Then I, I apply my own little taste to it type Most shit. Like, okay, like, okay, like, because... This is how I wanted the sound type shit. And one one tool that I got very familiar with was the scissor tool. Like like you were saying, like it'd be little shit that you tweak, people won't even know. Like I literally like I'll record like a bunch of shit and I'll listen to it and like from it, I'll just it could be a whole two minutes of ad libs. I'll literally cut like two ad libs for just one certain spot and I'll just do different effects to them. I may pitch it to the left, one to the right. But and it just sounds so complete and so full, but it's like, damn, these niggas will never know. I went through all this time and effort. Just for this one this little one thing. This one little fucking thing. They'll never fucking know. But it's like oh. 
that's the thing. It's like, how serious are you about this shit? Like, how, like, are you really, are you really willing to go through this? Because I'm like, for me, I, I genuinely just fucking enjoy doing it. Like, yep. it's so fun doing that and just putting like a delay on one certain point. It's like, woo. Trust woo. me, I can relate, bro. People don't realize that after these episodes, I sit here and I look at my computer screen and I edit this shit for at least. Anywhere, but depending on the length of the episode, it's anywhere between an hour to two and a half, three hours per episode. And that's editing, <laughs> cutting everything, like making everything sound nice and, and, mm-hmm. and clean Cleaning and uploading up. and doing the description, all that shit. Like yeah. all of that shit. It takes time. From the outside looking in, I'm going to be honest with you. Like I never even really considered the time, like like the podcasters, like what y'all go through and shit. Like when they be like, oh, like I had to like cut and like cut out the, the extras and the bullshit. Like I'm like. I was like, damn! I never. I was like, I literally thought a lot. Just, a lot of other people do do that, but well, like, yeah, you said that. You was yeah, like, you I, was like yeah. yeah, mine is just straight. Like, there, there's been so many times that I've been well, not so many times, but there's been a few times that I've been like blackout drunk on the podcast and mm-hmm. w- left in the middle to go pee or just like go talk to people or something because I was blackout. Th- there's been some times <laughs> on this <laughs> podcast to say the least. Um, but with that being said, you know, like I tell all the people that come in here, like you know, I. I don't, I don't cut anything out. So you know, if you yeah. ask me afterwards to take something out, I'm not going to. Not gonna happen. That shit comes back on me all the time. My own rule bites me in the ass yeah. all the time. But that's dope though. Like I like, I like when. But it's, that's how you keep it funky. Yeah, yeah. That's, honestly, that's really how it is because you you just never know what could happen. Like, yeah, we're on a and I I keep it on a level playing field for myself and everybody else because as I said before, we're all human beings. Honestly, we're like, all the exact same shit. It's. People, Colors don't matter. Yeah. Races don't matter. None of that shit. We're all just human beings. People completely like overlook that factor. Like, like that's why with me, even like with music, like I like to keep it very raw. Like, if I'm not in that emotion to like do it, a song could get scrapped like easily. Like, if like if I could write some shit in that moment, if I go home and like I don't do it immediately, like type shit, and like I'm carrying over that emotion, then I'm probably not gonna do it. Like, I don't, I don't even re-record tracks. Like, I've been asked plenty of times, like, oh, like. Why don't you re-record this? Like like earlier, like earlier days, like like oh, why don't you re-record this at the studio? And it's like, I can't mimic that. Like I'm like y'all, I literally can't go back and mimic that. Like I'm like bro, it's a lot of these songs. Like I've I've, I've cried real tears recording these shits. Like real deal. Like I'm like I can't go into a studio and really put that raw emotion in there. Like again, like I feel that type shit. Cause I'm like bro, like in the moment, this is what it was. Like I'm a very in the moment artist. Like it has to be like in the moment. Like something you feel. Yeah, it has to be like. Like, Wishing For You, like, that's the first song I've ever had that hit 10K. Like, bro, that song was so in the moment. Like, I'm talking about, like, I found the beat. I found the beat, and I was, like, right into it. The melody kind of just came to, I'm, uh, I'm uh, on top of the moon. Randy knocks on the door to the studio, like, um, at my old boy's crib house. Like, his house used to be the studio. Um, I was the only one in there. He knocks on the door. open the door. He comes in, and he hits me with, like, some shit. He's like, yo, like, this shorty, like, saying this, like... Or whatever, like why you did this. So now I got more emotions in me, like and I'm like, for real, like you feel me? Like I just kinda I just kinda like wanna cry about it now. Like so I'm writing and he's like sitting next to me on his phone and I'm like kinda turning to the side, like writing, like low-key, like kinda crying, like while I'm writing it type shit. And I'm just like I'm like, all right, like let me record this like right now, you know. And I laced it, he mixed and mastered it like right then and there, and I was just like, damn, this shit sounds really good. And like that same like I was like, if I could make this today, like fuck it, like I'm gonna just drop it today. Like so I made it that day. I dropped it that day and it it didn't it was it didn't do what I wanted to do that day like you know like um but that taught me a lesson of like yo like 
shit catches on when it catches on. Like good music will it'll always come back around like type shit. There like, is such thing as a slow burn. Mm-hmm. Very very fucking slow. Like and I'm talking about like within like that first twenty four hours. Like I remember I got home that night and I was like, I'm gonna delete this shit. Like nobody even fucking with it. Like you know it was at like two likes within the first day. Like on SoundCloud, I'm just like damn. Like nobody really listened to it. Within like within like three months, it just started picking up. Like just real quick, it just started picking up. You know, like somebody the right person reposted it. That's how it be, clockwork. bro. That's clockwork. how it be. Clockwork, literally clockwork. Now it's like my most played track, and that sets me back. And I look at it now, and I'm just like, like it's there. Like when it's good music, like I can't take it down. Like it'll catch on when it catch on. Exactly. You know, like it'll catch on when it catch on. Like that's just how it be. Like yep. you can't rush the process. Like that's really how it be. Like no man, not at all. Just gotta roll with the punches, roll with the flow. Honestly, that's really how it be for me now too. Like I be like, bro, like that's why I tell people, I'm like, yo, you gotta have patience with this shit. Like, yes, we live in a world of like everybody got a SoundCloud link. Like my fucking mom makes music. You feel me? Like, <laughs> like I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. that should let you know how in home making music is now. Yeah. Like you feel me? Like everybody makes music. Like I'm like, it's just more or less like, what separates you from the pack and like why? Why should I listen to you? Like that's how I look. Cause now I look at everything from a consumer standpoint. Like. Let me be the fan of my own shit. Like, why should I give Local Legend a chance? Like, why should I fucking listen to your project? So that's why I put a lot of thought and a lot of energy and a lot of, like, a lot of, um, like, I sell it to you now. Like, now it's more like you you should listen to it because of this. Like, so, like, I, like my whole thing now is, like, let me sell Local Legend to you. Like, you know, like, and the best way to sell me is, bro, like, just being me. Like, I can't be nobody else, like, because it don't feel right. Like, I'm, like, to me, I just apply who I am as a person to me being an artist type shit. So, like... Again, like the goofy shit you see on Instagram, the fucking, the chicken soup, the uh, oh homemade chicken soup with the fucking Campbell's can in the back, like me fucking with people like that, like <laughs> the like shit like that, like I'm like that's just me just joking around, like the fucking, the turkey sandwich where I'm like vividly describing it, like you know I get a lot of DMs and people laughing at that shit, like and it's like yo like it just makes them fuck with you, and I'm like it's easy for me because I'm like it's just me just being me, like, yep. I'm like it's just me just fucking around, like yep. the legs are hot dogs, like I get so many hit ups about that, like. It's just funny to me. Like, I, I've seen people do it. Like, they take the time out of their day to do it. I'm like, that's funny to me. Like, it's dope to actually see that. Like, and I'm like, it's, I'm like, to me, it's effortless. Like, in a way, I know what I'm doing, but at the same time, it's like, bro, I just be doing it because it's just, just me. It's just funny. It's to fun. Me. Like, yeah. It's just funny to me, like, type shit. So that's why, like, I apply that. Like, and it's kind of like, that's why you should listen to Local Legend. But at the same time, I'll give you, like, this serious, like, video snippets of me performing and shit like that or like the behind the scenes and like you really see like the work ethic that goes into it because overall it just it really helps you resonate more like with just me as an artist like again like i don't want to be that artist that has artists um i mean spotify apple music soundcloud like that shit is so fucking i mean everybody got their own path but like for me i see that shit i'm like bro, that shit corny like i don't even like it like i don't like looking at shit like that because i'm like who are you as a person like yep that's why people people fail to realize like why did you fuck with x so much big shout out um rpx um happy birthday to x also real but, shit um but it's like why i'm like because you i'm like you understood x as a person like you look at x and you just i'm like you see like him having fun but at the same time, he'll give you like his heartbreak. Like he'll put it out on the oh, music. Oh yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, that's. Excuse me again. Sorry. <laughs> that's I'm like that's like that's um I definitely look at X as like a big motivation like too like you know like he like he definitely like I was always my own person but he really set in stone like yo like just be you and that's what I tell every artist any artist coming up like don't come out trying to sound like the next Playboy Cardi because it's like, bro, we already got Playboy Cardi. Exactly. Like, and no I, one can do that. He's already doing that like, well wh- enough. Huh? 
What? Ooh, uh, yeah, I'm like, you, you man, can't. Uh, you man created his own goddamn language. Yeah, you feel me? The whole. I'm like, this nigga literally makes ad lib music. Beep, yeah. Beep, uh, beep. Wait, what? <laughs> I like. I'm like literally like we don't need another. We don't need a million Playboy Cardis. You feel me? Like we already have like the sub Playboy Cardi artists. I'm like, you should never want to get caught up in that. Like, I'm like, you should just want to be your own artist and create what you want to create. Yep. Because I'm like, that's something the world hasn't heard yet. You know, like we've think the way I look at it now, most for sure is think about how many good songs you hear on a day to day basis, but they don't resonate with you. Like, you, it's a good song. Like, this is good. Like, but it don't resonate. You want you don't even remember the title of the song. You don't remember the artist. Like, it's just it's just a song. Like, it's oh yeah, that shit was cool. It was good. Yep. And it's my whole thing has always been like, I'm not trying to do good or cool. Like. I'm trying to go above and beyond, you feel me? Like, and I just had this conversation the other day with um with Crazy Daisy. Like, I called her. Actually, no, that was today, actually. Fuck, that was today. <laughs> I called her and I was just like, yo, like, just serious question. Like, I was just one of my like doubtful moves like about myself. And I was like, yo, serious question. I was like, do you think I'm a good artist or a great artist? And she was like, Do you want me to be honest? And I was like, Yeah. And she was like, I think you're a great artist. Like, she was like, honestly. Like, she was like, she was like, nobody sounds like you. Like, she was like, that's the thing. You stand out. And you create your own lane. And she was like, and you don't give a fuck about, like, who thinks what. And she was like, that's what music is missing. Like, everybody's kind of on the norm. And that's how I look at music for sure. Like, music is all about, like, you creating whatever you want to create. Like, same thing with photography. Like, you want to take a picture of a bitch that got McDonald's all over her. Hey, I don't know what your vision behind it was, but hey, do you? Nobody By else doing means, it. all means, run it. But hey, nobody else doing it. Fuck it. Like, at least you, you know what I mean? Like, it's just all about what you, like, whatever you into type shit, you know? Like, so that that helped a lot. And, like, I hear it a lot from a lot of people. Like, yo, like, you're really dope. Like, I really wish, like, you could see in yourself what we all see in you. And I be needing to hear that sometimes, you know? I feel like every artist needs to hear, like, that reassurance. Um, But more or less, I always try to prove it to myself. Like, so that definitely that definitely helped me this morning. But, again, like, just be you. Like, as an artist, bro, just always just be you, you know what I mean? Like, if you're not into that street shit, Bro, don't talk about that street shit. Cause I'm like, bro, at the end of the day, like that shit comes back around on you. Like, yes, it does. If, if a nigga press, if a nigga press up on you, bro, like just be ready. Like, I'm like the shit you hear me saying a song. Just believe, like I'm 100 percent about it. Like, I'm like that's why you don't ever hear me talking about I got 100 bricks in the trunk. And cause I'm like, nigga, I don't. Like, I've never trapped a day in my life. Like, <laughs> I'm like I've sold weed for my boy. I'm like that's as close as it gets to like me. What you call it? Like, like trapping anything. You yep. feel me? Like, I'm like my whole thing has always been like, yo, create fuck with bitches like and just have a, enjoy life and figure it out but at the same time like always strive to be better like you know like it's it's a whole world out there and like that's another thing people completely miss like it's a whole fucking world out there like niggas get they get caught up in like oh like nobody out here's fucking with me like i i like like literally like 2017 i've been stopped giving a fuck about like who in like orlando kissimmee's not fucking with me because it's like bro like there's a whole world like you know what i mean like it's not like it's cool to have hometown support. It's always good to have hometown support, but bro, like, who needs hometown support when you can have the support of the world? Like, you feel me? Like, that's the thing. Like, I always want to be like an international sound. Like, I want like the the way we look at Drake and X and like all these and Kendricks and J Cole's. Like, it's like everybody could relate to like to relate to you. You feel me? Like, you're an Most international definitely. artist. Like, you could touch overseas and the people just fucking love you. Type shit. Like. Real shit. That's that's always how it's been for me. Like I'm like, bro, like that's that's just always what I wanted. Like just internet. Like as long as I inspire one person, like that's that's the thing, like with me. It's always been about the inspiration. Like I really want people to look at me like, yo, like this nigga really like he really came up. Like you really came up and like and and like I don't like to pat my own back, but like yo, I really I really did come up because again, I remember when I was overlooked. I remember when I was underhanded. Like that's why I said that in sophomore year, like 
they label me an underdog, but I just seem to win it all. Niggas playing dominoes, but I'm the type to make them fall. Like, cause it's like everybody got this little game, this little agenda that oh, like let's go about it this way, and it's like fuck that. Like I'm gonna create my own way for this shit. Like that's why I said that, and like, and it just that's like my favorite. Honestly, that's like my favorite. Like the favorite, like my favorite line through through that throughout that whole fucking project is like that right there. Cause I was like the most. I think that's the most realest shit like I've ever said. Pertaining to me, at least. I feel that shit, bro. I feel that shit. Gotta let these people know how it is, though. That's really how it be for me. Hey, bro. I want to thank you for coming through, man. This has been this has been a beautiful time, man. Thank you, bro. It's been a beautiful time. Please, please go ahead and shout out where all these people can find all of your music again. And any last words you have for these people? Um, music wise, you guys can find me at again Loca Legend, no spaces. L O C A L G N D. That goes the same for all my socials, Twitter, Instagram, fucking Tumblr. You want to find me on Tumblr? You know what I mean? I'll be on my Tumblr shit. Um, but yeah, Loca Legend, L-O-C-A-L-G-N-D, SoundCloud, everything. Um, big shout out to my team, you know. Big shout out to OG Records. Big shout out to LTM. Um, big shout out to my brother Mika, two L's. Um, big shout out to my mom. Big shout out to... Ooh, who else? Big shout out to Deadmon Burns. You know, he's he's been a big help in, like, a lot of this shit. Like, as far as the ear, like, he definitely listens to a lot of, like, my shit because he lives, like, right down the street. Um, That boy wild. I fucking love him. <laughs> that boy wild <laughs> as hell. Big shout out to My I, Two Cents. Oh, my fault. What was you going to say? Oh, no. I was going to say, I did a uh, I did a quick segment with him at, uh, at the event. I was, yeah. yeah. That's, that's where I met you at. Yep, yep. That was dope. Yeah, you found me. Because like, I was like, damn, my dog got, his, got the whole podcast set up in here. Like, yeah, I like, man. I was like, this yeah, is what man. we need more of. Like, niggas actually in the events covering these shit. Yeah, bro. It's Honestly, it's so weird now. I haven't been able to do as many of that mm-hmm. as, as those because I've been so fucking busy here. Yeah. Like. I've had, I mean, I'm literally about to finish booking through March right now for this shit too. Yeah. So it's like, I don't even, unless somebody hits me up like way before time to like do a podcast at their event, I'm more than likely not going to because my shit's like two months booked in advance now. Shit is crazy. Because you hit me up in November and you was like January. I'm like, damn, this nigga talking two months (laughs) down the road. But I was like, I was like, fuck it. Like, I was like, why not? Like, I was like, I wasn't going to say no. Like, that's what me and um, Crazy Daisy talked about. Like, it's a weird thing for me too, bro. Honestly, it still is. Like, it's it's been consistently booked like this Mm -hmm. for like a good solid six, seven months now. But that's dope. Like, that's one that's one way for you to keep yourself inspired too. Exactly. Different artists different opinions, different things to talk about, like, different people to learn, like, you just never know what you're gonna hear on these shits, bro. And it lets niggas know, you know, like, this is, this ain't no, this ain't no bullshit, Yeah, like, this not no every now and again, I'll come through, like, no, it's like, yo, we fully booked this month, like, type shit. You got the fucking merch up here, like, you know, like, you got, like, the whole studio set up, like, this is really dope, bro, like, this is really dope, like, I appreciate it, dog. I appreciate it. It's all a ploy to make people feel comfortable when they come Mm -hmm. in here so they can talk to me and have a, a yeah. nice lovely conversation yeah the first thing he offered me was tea like he was like yeah you want some tea like i was like i'm straight on the tea like yeah, yeah very son. very very welcoming vibe usually I, I pop up like with a bottle of wine and shit but like, i was running like late i was like fuck bro like i don't know why i thought it was like 25 minutes away from me like i just i literally just gps it like i was like okay like let me see where it's at and <laughs> i looked and i was like damn 50 minutes I was, damn. I was like it's already like fucking like I think it was like five ten. I was like, Damn. I was like, I'm gonna get there at six on the <laughs> dot. Then I missed the turn and I had to bust a Yui. And Damn. I was like, fuck, bro. I was like, Damn. I was like, this nigga probably hates me. Nah, it's no, it's no worries at all. It's no worries at all, bro. But hey, you know, next time, next I'm time, I'm definitely not yeah. gonna say no to a bottle of wine. I will not no, say I, no. I, you'll definitely see me here with a bottle. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, but I want to once again give a shout out to my man local legend for coming in chopping it up and whatnot be on the lookout for the new project dropping when again 
on February 12, 2018. Yes, indeed. And with all that being said, you can find me personally on Twitter at the Steez Trap and on Instagram at the Steez Trap. Make sure you fucking subscribe. Yo, real shit. Rate and review five stars, motherfuckers. Yeah. With all that being said, we are out for today, y'all. Thank you for listening. Appreciate the support. As always, much peace and love.